One Man Revolution, Volume 4, Episode 1. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me, yeah, and I'm feeling good. again they said it couldn't be done but we're doing the show with a new president i am your host the the revolutionary this is the one man revolution podcast i'm joined by the comrade and the wanderer and the canadian and the thespian and the pragmatist and the stoic oh yes well, you know what, friends? It has been 2.5 days <laughs> <laughs> since the uh, current regime has stolen power. Mm-hmm. Uh, You've just been reporting oh. for fake news. <laughs> yeah. uh, and this week, so much happened. Here's to that. Ah, yes. So good, so good. Well, as Nia Simone said at the top of the show, it's a new dawn, it's a new day, and I'm feeling good. That's all we could afford. And no, honestly, I measured it out. That is literally all we could do. I also edited it. No, I also edited it so that it is not in the order that it actually is on the song. Uh, I did a lot of work to make sure that that sucker is going to stay on on this, so we're not getting banned from the internet. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please mark Facebook. Don't mess with us. That's right. Thank you, Mark Facebook. Uh, but then again, I heard this week that fact checking has just gone out the window on these social media platforms. How weird! Really? It's so yeah, weird. It's like something changed drastically recently. Yeah. I heard people ask for references and information and got an answer yeah. with huh. documents and links in fifteen minutes. It's, and then they felt bad. It's yeah. so strange. It's so yeah, strange. Yeah. Pragmatist. Yes. My, my my secret thrill is is watching the the press secretary. Are they pre, or sorry the uh, the press uh, presentations? Yes. From yeah, our new secretary. our new yeah. new press speaker. Yeah, she's amazing. It, it's it's so strange. They have regular fact. scheduled fact based information going out to journalists and. Uh, If if people have been under a rock, uh, we're talking about the fact that President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris have taken over uh, as the 46th president and vice president of the United States Uh, in a ceremony that happened on the 20th on the Capitol stairs. Surrounded by 2,500 (laughs) troops who were apparently sleeping in a parking garage. Yeah. Who knew? Who, Who knew? So, so, uh, so what are you drinking ah, on this auspicious occasion? So on this auspicious occasion, I'm drinking a can of oolong tea uh, from <laughs> Polka. I was saving this just for the show. 
without the little uh, white label on it uh, that I got at this uh, at this wonderful Asian supermarket, uh, the whole thing's in Chinese except for the words oolong tea on the front of it. So skull, skull, skull. Oh, that's good. Just a beautiful like oolong. That's it. Just straight up oolong. Uh, comrade, what are you drinking? It's called Troy's Hammer, and it's from uh, Hourglass Brewing down the street. Mm. Uh, nice. Schwartz beer, and it's remarkably traditional. Nice. Nice. Very good. Uh, Wanderer? I've got a uh, little bit of Coors Light left, and then I made a gin and tonic for the show. Oh, just a small one, I see. It's got to <laughs> last for a whole like hour and a half. <laughs> oh yes, and if it go, if you're, and by the way, if your election goes more than four hours, you might want to see a doctor. You want to see a doctor? That's right. Uh, Canadian, what are you? What are you? I am drink? drinking a six point resin. Oh, look at that! I haven't nice. seen one of those in a while. Yeah, I bought it at the local Seven Eleven. Weird. <laughs> oh, that's right. You're in the you walked fi- to, didn't you? He's in, in the fi- where the bunker is. Yeah, yeah, he's in the yeah. Fi- yeah, uh, I, I didn't want to say anything, but for our for our Facebook uh, viewers, the Canadian does look like he is in a bunker somewhere, being held against his will right now. Exactly. <laughs> Please just uh, stop. In Canada. Like they're, they're, <laughs> just hiding, have a, they're hiding I, behind that that flag there. You can. Tell. I have a confession manifesto to read. <laughs> That's how you know it's a good time. That's right, uh, Thespian. What you got there? I have me a good old Bud Light. Wow, there you go. Oh. Branching out. <laughs> Branching out. You know, start yeah. the new year off traditional. Light. Yes. Start the new year off light. Uh, light. Pra- yes. Pragmatist, checking in with what you're drinking. Ooh. Ooh you reverse, reverse osmos filtered water. <laughs> mm. uh, it could just be, also mm. be a straight It's bottom. the H with the two and O. Yeah. Yes. Ah. Yeah, I, yeah, a little under the weather today. So. Oh, I'm sorry. I hate to hear fighting, that. Fighting a headache, so I don't know if I'll be here long. But oh, well. The drugs should be kicking in shortly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, we're, well, we're glad you're here. Uh, and Stoic, what you got there? I, um, I'm taking it back to a couple weeks ago to this grapefruit hard seltzer. Nice. Very nice. Uh, what is the that. name of the, the company? I do not. Yeah, uh, at Splash of Gin. <laughs> I wish. I am yeah. a. I am a gin fan. I'm a fan yeah. of gins, but I do not. Gra- grapefruit seltzer and gin is a dangerous combination. Mm. Yeah, I mm. can imagine. Yeah. If yeah. you like grapefruit <laughs> and gin, everybody's like yes, <laughs> except <the best> one. <laughs> it's like not for me. <laughs> so let's so, take let's take ourselves back seven days. When we were all seated here together, no. No. do we have to? <laughs> Recounting I, I was was moving bunkers. So you were moving bunkers. When we were all saying, "Look at all of these promises that were not kept by by the outgoing administration." Mm. Now, uh, as everyone knows, the One Man Revolution podcast is not just a show about politics and technology and other fun things. There. It is all. It has always been a drinking game. <laughs> yes. So uh, I posted up the rules, uh, the official rules in our uh, in our in our podcast notes a couple of times. They've been out there. We've updated them for the new president. Uh, un- unfortunately, uh, I've added a new rule that might become problematic for 
new people and guests because I want the former administration, the head of that former administration, to no longer have any airtime whatsoever. So you can refer to the former president as the former president or the president reject or IQ 45 or the previous administration or the tangerine terror I heard the other day. <laughs> uh, tangerine terrorist. Yeah. Yeah. That's a double T. Yeah. Um, but we're not going to use his name. Did you know that Stephen Colbert, for the entire four years of the former president's administration, never once said his name? I believe that. But after President Joe Biden was installed, he actually used it on his show for the first time. So, that is dedication. Go ahead. So I, have a, I have a real clarification. Sure. So, and, and I'm not going to say this because... I, I need the answer before I do. But but if you were to say F star star T star star star, is that one strike or two? Um, that would be the three. <laughs> that would be two. the three. And I'm gonna since it's one of our rules, the three fucks given rule, uh, and the you can't mention the former administration's name rule. So that would be yeah. two. That would be doubling up the strikes. There yeah, you go. yeah. That's what, I, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, then there's the additional. Currently up in the air, change to the rules as to how we handle strikes during the show. Yes. To which I may or may not be prepared for tonight. I I came up with this right before the show started. Uh, The comrade, uh, the Canadian and I are participating uh, just because one of us is probably going to screw up enough to do one or more of these. We're going to get caught up in the moment. Yeah, we'll get caught up in the moment. I I remember the whole fun part about this drinking game is it was it was made just to punish the comrade or me when we first started it. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, so it's come around to bite us all in the ass. It has. Well, you all joined knowing full well what this was. (laughs) Yes. I was like, when you came up, I didn't, we're the only (laughs) people to be punished. Yes, it was true. When it was coming up. Oh, where we've come from. There's 17 now. So, uh, well, what we have done is I have three shot glasses sitting in front of me. The comrade has three shot glasses. I have two, but yeah. Well, if you make the third one, then you'll have to do that one too. And so does the uh, so does the Canadian. And so anytime that we uh, we get a strike, we're going to take one of our shots. When we have done all three of our shots, we've obviously struck out. And uh, if we were in person together, there would be a shotgun penalty at the end of that one. But you're only supposed Ooh. to drink when you... Ooh. <laughs> when you strike out, not necessarily when you get a strike. But that's the alteration to the rule. We, we, we were getting a little too liberal with it. Yeah, people yeah. were getting a little bit too liberal with their strikes. So there was no penalty. There was no penalty. You know, the, F, F is F the it. shotgun penalty a 10-year-old can of steel reserve? <laughs> <laughs> it was only four, three and a half years old. And by the way, the next day after I did that one, I did not feel good. Um, do not, I do not recommend to anyone. I do not recommend to anybody to shotgun a can of three-year-old steel reserve. But my shots that I have sitting in front of me are a dark rum, a coffee. Uh, what is it called? It's Mister Black uh, coffee liqueur. Coffee liqueur. Uh, follow, and then the last one that I have is my uncle nearest uh, bond, bonded, bottled in bond uh, uh, whiskey. So uh, it, it's kind of a roller coaster Ooh. there. Yeah, it's a yeah. that's a roller coaster. Yeah, that's a rough road right there. Yeah, so it shouldn't be <laughs> you something. Should have a basin nearby. <laughs> I, that's why I have the oolong tea right here in this can that says oolong tea. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, hey, uh, Stoic. Um, how racist is Zoom? 
so racist that it won't show my face in a green screen. <laughs> if you turn show on, show us that. Yeah, Just for the Fiat people on people on Facebook. Yeah, this is this is good radio. Yeah, this is good radio. Yeah, good radio. Well, this Ra- is good Facebook. Is yeah, but that's how yeah, racist it is. This that's is why. Is. This is why you should tune in to. Uh, to our show uh, live, just so you can see exactly what that was. Wait, people can see us? That's bad. Yeah, right now oh, people can see they us. See they you. can't see they you. Can't, they can't see you. It's a yeah. good thing they can't see us. Yeah. Oh, jeez, comrade. <laughs> <sighs> it also only gives you one eyebrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's, one that eyebrow is weird. and half of one eye. Yeah. Like what we can't see. It's like the negative. Yeah, it's like the orange. You see, you remember that the orange in the, like the 2010s? It yes. was like really yeah. famous. Yeah. So my theory, yeah. my theory, stoic, is that your light source is coming from your right, and the way that the light interacts with your skin. Hey, makes oh, you now you got two eyes. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> good theory. Yeah. So it so still doesn't fix it, but <laughs> it well, no, that's because Zoom is racist. Zoom is racist. <laughs> yeah, we've come to the conclusion that Zoom is racist. Uh, watching that's that go. Great. Little segue into Let's, the. Hold on a second. But well, no, I, I actually wanted to say something. Before. <laughs> oh. I know you're just. Oh, going no. oh. well, you. Wow, that's no, frightening. No, okay. No. Okay. Oh no. No. Yeah. no. no. This what is. Happened? <laughs> I, I actually wanted to segue into something before we go. What the, what the, oh, okay. oh. Oh wow, that's crazy. What is, what is reality? <laughs> so I. I Mentioned this uh, in in the pre-show. Uh, the anomaly yes. on her uh, Instagram posted a question, which was, "How are you feeling, really?" And and when I read that, um, the honest emotion was relieved, you know, because because there was the election. I had to buy the new bunker. I had to move into the new bunker. I had to. There was a insurrection that might have challenged the election then we have a new president the old president is gone and it's just all of that is behind us now and we're set and i honestly felt relieved in this um and so yeah that's uh i don't know how everybody else feels that would be an interesting question i feel like my ass has unclenched for the first time in four years (laughs) (laughs) so so you feel uh (laughs) <laughs> know, uh, loose, e- evacuated. <laughs> Ass clenched has got to be. There's got to be a joke in there somewhere. Whoa. I just couldn't find it. Uh, yeah, yeah. The diamond <laughs> should be around here somewhere. <laughs> exactly. On January, I feel free. Found a diamond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. He pooped a diamond. Four years I in the making. My own diamond yesterday. <laughs> uh, so the I, interestingly enough, right. Uh, my relief was experienced when we got the electoral college vote certified, the initial vote counting in November, and then the certification in December. That was my relief. And since then, it's kind of anxiously waiting to see how this would go. Uh, the last 80 hours or so have been pretty good. It's a good start. But something we've all talked about that a lot of people who oppose our viewpoints don't necessarily understand we don't have a progressive White House. No, we have no. a we have a we have a remarkably realistic White House. Um, Dr. Fauci, uh, shout out to uh, the Biden administration. Dr. Fauci is very happy that now he can speak freely about medical science, which uh, that, should not be a thing we're celebrating. Yeah, that news conference yeah. where he's like, "Yeah, this is great. I feel great. I can finally, <laughs> yeah. you know, say what I want." 
So that's insane. Yeah. That we're, yeah. Well, we're at that level. And, but and, I'm happy that we're back to that level. And and I feel good about that. But I'm still very curious and and a little bit anxious to see what the Democrats do with the next two years. Because that's all they have. Yeah. Let's be realistic. We don't much. get more than these next two years. Yeah. <clears throat> Hopefully politics I, I will be boring. Waiting again. for the other shoe to drop all the way through Wednesday, yep. even into Thursday, I still expected something else to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The oh. storm that was coming, I guess. I don't know. Somebody, uh, but I expected something to happen. Well, yeah. didn't somebody try to, like, file... Didn't one some bitch... Uh, um, I can't remember her name, but she was a, a Congress... Articles a Congress, of impeachment. Congresswoman. Yeah, yeah um, that crazy, oh, the crazy Q woman from Georgia. Yeah. That's right. That's that, her. Kelly, that Kelsey, that, Carrie, so, something. So, Stoic, how, Karen. how do you feel now that we're here where we are? Um, very similar to what the comrade said. I mean, I, I, I think the, 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 the Saturday in November, the Saturday after, uh, after the election Tuesday, I think that that was, <clears throat> I think that was about 90% of everyone exhaling this this vehement exhale of yes it it we made it we still had a month and a half to go or two two and a half months to go but that i think at that point that was the real exhale this was just sort of the icing on the cake the cherry on top just making it official um but but yeah it is in fact a a really good friend of mine in alberta he asked me um and and i said the same thing relief there's just a sense of relief yeah, and in fact, that collective exhale might be why December was the warmest on record again. <laughs> <laughs> I um, wish that was the case. <laughs> Wonder, do you have any? How did, um, how, oh no, I've been just floating along right now. Still, mm-hmm. still waiting to see what happens. Like. Once you knew there was going to be a change, like after the yeah after like November, I was like, all right, yeah. Uh, I, and now I'm still kind of in that like I, I want to actually see things yeah. happen um, before I'm gonna feel anyway. Like I'm still ready to burn everything to the ground, so that's cool. Yeah, I think a lot of my anxiety was was also over over you know buying the new bunker and moving and all of that. So I didn't really feel. That re- I mean, I felt some relief when right. uh, Biden was elected president back in the in the day, um, but but there was still so much stress in my life that it wasn't until all of this ended that I felt relief. Yeah. Um, a thespian. Um, yeah, I actually was very anxious pretty much all the way up, the whole way through. Um, I just I never. Uh, and it might have been because uh, my uh, extended family and just a couple of people that, for whatever reason, you know, I didn't get to weed out before, um, you know, just were still present. And I just, I, there was this lingering, like, uh, either animosity or, or something between everybody. And so I just, I felt... Um, like it, until it actually happened, I didn't know if it was going to happen. And, and the Wednesday beforehand, um, kind of made a big impact where I was just like, holy shit, what is going on? I, you know, uh, really just let us, let us have this thing. Like I, 
what the hell? Um, so I, the day of, I was working, but I was able to, um, you know, turn on CNN and, and catch literally the only parts that I caught, uh, were, uh, uh, Kamala, I'm sorry, Vice President Kamala Harris. Uh, Good catch. Swearing, and then the same with President Joe Biden. And I was just, I I cried and I was just so excited. It like happened while I, ha- I was on a break and it, I was very happy to see history be made. And um, I, that was when I could finally give a large sigh of relief. Yeah, that's also. And and I, I I'm going to say wanted to say something. I I need to interrupt because I owe I owe shotgun. Right. <laughs> what did you do? I know the revolutionary. You saw it. I yeah. said Biden when yeah. it should have been Vice President Biden was elected. Uh, well, now do it a second time because you just did it again. No, I was quoting. <laughs> he was quoting himself. That's oh, fine. So I'm going oh, to call see myself. Any quotes. <laughs> I think he just wanted to do a shot. He wanted you to do. <laughs> it's an audio media. You can't see what you're supposed to hear. Exactly. Do it in a video. So the Canadian is now taking a shot of what looks like pure alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it is ever clear. It is it's tequila. <laughs> I was right. fact, it's I worse. It's no, tequila. Wait, that's Eve six. I have Sorry. I have three shots of tequila. <laughs> 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 they become exponentially worse. Yes. Anyway, unfortunately, the Canadian is drinking Canadian tequila. <laughs> Maple syrup. Canadian no, tequila. It's called tequila. Eh? Eh? Tequila. <laughs> It's made from that short summer blue agave from 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 Winnipeg, with a with a seven week growing cycle. <laughs> the Canadian agave. <laughs> it's it's made from moose. Don't ask. <laughs> <sighs> oh, never. Actually, ask. I like moose drool. If you've ever had moose drool, it's a good beer. Don't give away yeah. the secret. <laughs> yeah, but it's so hard to it's, get. You have to kiss that. Stilled moose drool. You have to kiss that moose that directly on the mouth. That's what they call it up there? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what the kids are calling it these days. <laughs> well, uh, true, true to fact, this is, this is, this is Canadian. You're going to learn a thing. Um, if you are going out to, like, hunt or, or hike or fish, you are going out to the bush. So, so that has a different meaning in certain areas in the U.S. when you're going to go out to the bush. Mm. Does he have to take a shot for that? No, no, it's innuendo. We'll just let that one go. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna let him slide through the bush yeah. on that one. Yeah. yeah, we're not taking a shot. Oh. Over. That's not that bush. Yeah, don't stick it in the bush. Wrong bush. Not former president. Bush. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh man! But, it, but but what I did but what I did enjoy was watching on Wednesday morning. You know, on even up on Monday and Tuesday, the former president made appearances and still held on to the idea that he was still going to be president on the twenty first. Uh, but because he lost all of his social media, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, WhatsApp. Uh, can, uh, YouTube, YouTube, only fans. YouTube, Pinterest. Only fans. Pinterest, yeah, Pinterest banned him. Uh, yeah, Pinterest banned him. Uh, and Parler. Uh, well, I mean, he could have made a buck on OnlyFans. You know that. Yeah, yeah bet you he uh, could. Uh, uh, well, it, they wouldn't be. No, uh, 
Good. I think it was a good move for him to be removed from social media, or we might have seen that storm come. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, you know, he was there, and I loved how he slunk off like a little bitch, and no offense to bitches, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he slunk off uh, with his tail as small as it is between his legs, uh, made a speech to a very small number of people, before he boarded a helicopter uh, and flew away. And I would have loved to have been a fly inside, you know, Mike Pence's fly <laughs> inside of that helicopter on that but day. You know who wasn't there? Who? Uh, Mike Pence. Pence. I'm no? sorry. Uh, that's, oh, that's the second one. <laughs> Former Vice President Mike Pence. Wait, yeah. is there a rule against... No, no, you know what? He he stood. He's the, he the actually. St- that's his. Uh, that's what I'm gonna call him. <laughs> he's right. Yes, isn't that? He literally that he literally stood up like to that. the former president. So his name has not been struck from the record. Only the former president's has. Yeah. You know. Uh, we still have to refer to him as vice president. It would be former vice president. Yeah. You could well, you no, just say vice president. Former president, you refer to as. They, they pre, yeah, they referred to yeah. uh, now President Biden. Gosh, I have to be very careful. It's going to be fun. Uh, as vice president <laughs> Biden back when he was running. Right, so right. I, yeah, so I think it's your highest appoint. It's your highest described office. You know, you okay. always have that uh, title. Right. So, well, uh, former vice president Mike Pence. God, there you go. So many words. Um, he was not at his at Florida man's uh, <laughs> uh, speech because yeah. of logistics. He just could not have, he couldn't make both things. And the inauguration took precedence. And honestly, I felt I, I was uh, glad that he did that. So the going away party for the former president, uh, his own daughter didn't join him there. She went to the inauguration. Tiffany? I- Ivanka. No, no, no. No one talks about Tiffany. We all know that. Didn't she get engaged? So she went to, she was there. Yeah. I never saw her on camera. Uh, they never put her on camera, sir. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that former VP Pence did not do the 25th just so he'd have a, a higher pension. Yeah. yeah. You know, he could have been president for a week and then <clears throat> got a much higher pension. <laughs> and, oh, but, but he uh, might have uh, missed uh, opportunity. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, a some people just don't need that. A lesser man would have done that, yeah. But here's the other thing. Then he would have gotten those, hey, buddy, pal, could you pardon me? I think that's yeah. why he didn't do it. I honestly I think he didn't time. want... He didn't want the pressure from the former president's followers to pardon the president. But, but you, you do it, you do it in, in, uh, the former administration style in that you F it up. Oh yeah. Because, because (laughs) pardons, pardons have to be done in a particular way with a particular verbiage. And you just, you just like give it to an intern and you F it up. So he doesn't actually, he gets pardoned for a crime before 1970 or something. And there you go. Oh, so when he didn't allow, uh, no, so when he didn't allow, uh, 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 people of color to actually live in his buildings, he's pardoned for for those. Yeah. uh, A landlord. Racist back then. But I also love the number of people that have written me and said, so, uh, <laughs> Revolutionary, are, are you still going to do your show? I mean, what, what, what is there going to be to talk about? 
And I say, my friends, uh, I'm a progressive uh, until until everybody has health care, education and social services. uh, And we live in an economy that is not based on oil. There's plenty for us to talk about. And I'm a technologist. Oh, and until marijuana isn't legal all across the world, all across the country, or at least is this administration made a promise of decriminalized in the entire nation, which is the step. I will say this, the the, uh, list of executive orders that came out today did address in the American way uh, one of my hot points, which is food insecurity. Yep. Um, they at least attempted to address it within the current way that America does this. Um, basically allowing more money to be used. Like, for example, kids aren't in school, so there is no school lunch program. So they've realized that and they're giving people more money, which amounts to practically nothing, to offset the school lunch costs. Right. I mean, that, that kind of trying to help uh Poor people feed themselves. Right. Uh, yeah, the twenty percent increase in in SNAP for uh, the amount of money you can spend, and and that's a, that's a really good start for what America does. I mean, those programs are are shit, but uh, it it at least they're working within the bounds of what they have. So, how and many of us? You, did, you didn't see the British one, did you? The the story about the the company that got the contract for the food for the kids that were missing school and. In England, uh, they were charging 35 pounds for like three potatoes, three apples, two carrots, uh, three oh, yeah. gogurts. Well, <laughs> and, uh, that's and, cool. and a loaf of white bread. Well, pragmatist, of course we know that's, that's capitalism. That's the $15 minimum wage in action right there. Yeah. You know, it's all going to it's all going to employees at that point. No, it, it's going to to graft. It is. That's right. But that's what's going to happen when you allow capitalism to take over. And this is one of the things that, as we keep going, I, I love when people say, well, you know, revolutionary, you know, you're such a leftist liberal. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, I just want what I pay my, I just want money, something back for when I pay my taxes. I said, I don't mind paying my taxes I at all. Agree. Don't mind. I don't have a problem. Yeah, uh, either. I, I'm not worried about a fire truck being able to get to my house. I'm not worried about the police coming to my neighborhood. I'm not worried about any of those things. I mean, I should be worried about the police coming to my neighborhood, but um, <laughs> but I'm not worried about any of those things, you know, those services there because I pay my property taxes and that's where that comes from. So I don't understand how people on the other side of this issue who call those services socialism Oh, well, if, if you get a bunch of stuff, you know, if you, you get free stuff from the government, it's socialism. Well, no, it's called getting value for your money. All right. So it drives me absolutely crazy when I see that. So I've been getting a lot of people who have been posting uh, to me, you know, what are you going to talk about? You know, you're a, you're a liberal, you know, you're brainwashed liberal scum. You know, you, 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 what do you, what, what the, you know, you must be ecstatic now that there it is. <laughs> you must be ecstatic now. That you have, yes. that you have, that Biden is in office. And that's what the quotes, Biden is in office. And I'm like, no, I don't follow a person. I follow issues. I vote issues. Uh, and so what are we going to talk about in volume four of this series? Well, we want to make sure that we hold the executive <laughs> branch 
to its promises, just like we did when the previous administration came in. And on onemanrevolution.org, under Promises 46, are the campaign promises and strategies categorized by what the, uh, by what the campaign uh, put out there. And I'm, we're not going to go over them because there is somewhere in the neighborhood of a hundred of them, okay? Because he ran a campaign for everyone, and so, therefore he owes everyone something from this. Uh, the biggest ones are to get COVID-19 under control, which yesterday was COVID-19 day in the White House. Um, what else? Uh, today... What? It was COVID-19 day. Yes. Uh, so they, they passed a bunch of executive orders about yeah. COVID-19, uh, including uh, authorizing FEMA funding. Yep. Right. Okay. Things like that. Yes. Okay. And right. they revealed their 200-page documentation, which I posted in our Slack today in a PDF. Yeah, uh, who's going to read that? But, uh, well, any pictures, well, you know, what's funny, Canadian, the best part about this is, is that they were, they were surprised that there literally was no plan. Yeah. There was nothing codified. I was not surprised. I wasn't surprised. I wasn't surprised. (laughs) But come on, I would be, you know what, if I was coming into the job and even though people were, you know, joking about the fact that, that the previous administration was completely run by a megalomaniac who just brought things off the top of his head, you know, and didn't, and just at the, at at a whim would change his minds. You would think that there would be a bunch of policy written down by someone else in the, in the, in the bureaucracy. in, in, in all honesty, I would say there's probably some low-level employee who wrote up a bunch of policy that should have been implemented and circulated amongst his friends and said with an email, should I, like, push this forward? And their old friends are like, no, 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 don't do that. You'll get fired. And so that probably existed, but it didn't exist in any formal way. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I was going to say, I was going to say there was a backroom meeting where they said, Let's just let this thing run its course. Don't worry about anything. Just see what happens. Well, the president and, pulled the... Went, yeah, that's easy. Yeah, that's the, easy. the president pulled the 10th Amendment idea. Just let the states yeah. do what they want, and then we'll blame the states when things go wrong. Yeah. Stoic. Stoic. So to, to address what the revolutionary was saying about the current President Biden and his promises... Well, so could the stipulations potentially be when we talk about presidential promises and administrations taking over? It's I mean, I think it's well known that a lot of things hinge on states and Congress. So is there any is does he does he get space to come short because of what Congress won't allow? Well, here's here's the fun part, Stoic. Did we give that type of, uh, of, of, of distance to the previous administration? No, because he said he was going to do it. And that, if that's how you get elected and you have the executive branch, then you're going to do it. One of the things on this list, which I find, uh, I don't, I, I don't know how I feel about it is that he, he says that he would like to appoint the first African American female to the Supreme court. 
And I mean, it's like, well, okay, well, who are we replacing and all those other things? But it's like, are you going to knock somebody out? Yeah. Who why are you going to get yeah. out on them? Like, yeah. what? No, no, you, just, you just add seven seats to it. Yeah. <laughs> or eight. I guess and, you got to uh, add even Yeah. Go, go ahead, comrade. Uh, to the point about granting space with Congress, uh, it's an interesting question. I mean, we lambasted the GOP. Yeah. For the last four years, specifically because they were hopefully, like, wholly and completely incompetent of getting anything done, even when they had a majority in the House and the Senate. So I would say that if things aren't getting done, that would lie it, – it lies in the, in, the, in the lap of the president because they are the president, but also it lies within the leadership of the party itself. If Nancy Pelosi cannot read the writing on the wall and get out of the way of the new progressive Democrats, nothing's getting done. If Schumer doesn't understand that there is a new progressive path forward that maintains Democrat influence in Congress, nothing's getting done. And the Demo- and then the Republicans are we know what they're going to do. They're going to dig their heels in, they're going to pitch a fit, they're going to have little tantrums and they're going to filibuster as long as their scrawny little old turtle legs can hold them up on the floor, on the floor. But at some point, there will have to be bipartisan bills going forward, and, and everything's going to be wonderfully bipartisan. And I think the new generation of the GOP and the new generation of Democrats are more willing to be bipartisan to, to a, a great extent than the old leadership currently in the Congress. Uh, so there is hope, but I think the, the blame can be divided very evenly. Yeah. I dig it. Canadian. Canadian. I, I'm going to uh, very much disagree with the comrade. Fair. Um, I, I, I agree that uh, new leadership needs to happen. I think, I think Nancy Pelosi is good at her job, but she's doing things in a way that is outdated. And new leadership needs, progressive movements need to get, get more voice. I think on the Senate side, the the Republicans have, I mean, I'm going to say, you know, they've res- obstructed legislation for 12 years. They were yeah. obstructed for eight years under President Obama and four years under the other guy. And uh, they, they've literally been the party of no, don't do anything at all. Except you, if it's got a tax cut, we'll pass it. Otherwise, you know, F off. Yeah. Right. So knowing that that, that Senate is still there, not going to do anything. We're happy not doing anything. You need to you need to break the rules of the Senate. You need to change them. You need to make majority rule so you can yeah. actually get stuff done. And if you wow. get stuff done, wait, wait. If you get stuff done, you will win elections. If you sit there and play the nice guy and they obstruct and you don't do anything, the average person's life is not going to change. And they're going to say this administration didn't do anything. I'm going to vote for the other guy because they they'll get something done. So you need to 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 get rid of that filibuster, and you need to get stuff done in the two years you have, and show people an improvement that works. Otherwise, we're sitting in this obstruction zone, and nothing happens. Literally, nothing will happen. That's so. I was listening to somebody earlier this week on NPR, and he used to be an aide for a senator. Uh, and for a while, I was like, no, if you like go to simple majority, then it's just going to come back and like bite us later. Um, but he explained it really well, where Democrats are about passing legislation, uh, where Republicans are more about like 
stopping new regulations from being in place. Um, so even like, even if it comes back to bite us, like we would still have, like we we're trying to actually get things done and make improvements where they, so I'm like, it still wouldn't really hurt us just because of how we operate and what we try to do with the power while in office. And by we, I mean, Democrats. Pra pragmatist. Which she said. Uh, yeah, just quickly, I just wanted to say the comrades vision is certainly possible, but not until the Republican party finishes its internal purge. Yeah. And I think that's what Mitch McConnell, bless his little turtle heart, is doing. Uh, is He's hoping to totally break away from the radical QAnon sect and, and oust those people from the party, which will spin off a third party that'll spin its wheels for a while. But that's about the only way I could see any type of bipartisan thing happening. Is you get rid of Howley, you get rid of uh, Koo, you get rid of uh, Mo and all those other people. Well, 134 people in the house. There is there is something that you know we've mentioned already. The person that's in charge of the purse strings of the government right now in the Senate is Bernie Sanders, <laughs> Senator boy. Bernie Sanders, uh, who made a big splash this week. Indeed, but before we get talking in his about coat and mittens, we'll go there. Hold on, uh, and everything that goes through the Budget Committee can be a 51 vote majority. Everything that deals with money is 51%. Yes. So, uh that's that we have you know the the uh, the Democrats have that. So, when it comes to money and the purse strings, guess what? It goes to it, it goes into the hands of the new head of the budget committee, Bernie Sanders. Go ahead, Canadian. So, I'm going to address that and then go back to my other point that that only can happen once a year under reconciliation you can only do that one time to reconcile the budget where you can put any financial thing through on a 51 vote my my agreeing with the the wanderer is that the the republican members of congress have all been about not doing things with the exception of taxes cuts so there's not a lot of republican legislation to do a bunch of dangerous dastardly things i guess the the covid relief where they would give immunity to to companies for five years but a majority that came in could undo that so i don't think companies would would react that well to it so so the filibuster gives power to the republican minority but doesn't really hurt the republican majority which is why we need to get rid of it um that's all yeah i'm ready. i I, I don't know enough about the filibuster to say one way or the other. I know that it was not part of the original structure or operation of the Senate. And if you are a Tenth Amendment Bible thumper, thumper, then probably you should be against the filibuster. But that's relying on historical knowledge. Um, what I was going to say was, uh, because at one point, Canadian, you mentioned the idea of going to a simple majority instead of a 60% vote. Uh, in theory to me, that seems like a very poor idea simply because I like the idea of forcing the Senate to be more bipartisan than the House. Uh, we, we've already addressed and we've beaten to death the issue of the Senate being a popular, popular vote instead of an appointment by the states. But um, the moment you make it a simple majority vote, while you do take away the power from the minority party, it creates 
a very slippery slope of a couple of seats here or there could change everything about how the Senate is run. And you end up with, you know, ilk like Mitch McConnell running the majority seat for way too long in all the wrong ways. So I, and, 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 and on top of that, with the new, with the, quite a number of new Republicans, they all wrote letters to, uh, to the office of the president stating, we look forward to new bipartisan efforts reaching across the island, finding solutions. I believe a lot of those were house members, but still it is nice to see. Mm. Um, the, I would point out that every other democracy in the world behaves in a 51% majority. So it's really not all that bad, right? That all, all European have democracies. More than two parties. It, it doesn't, it's so it doesn't matter. It's still 51%. Mm. No, it, it really doesn't matter. If, um, if the parties were actually beholden to the people of the United States, I'd agree with you. But they're not. So, so, so that's a problem to solve. It doesn't this the the supermajority to get anything done is is been used for the last twelve years as gridlock, and that is not going to change. Right. And if so, if you want to get your progressive agenda through, which I want, mm -hmm. then you need to get rid of the filibuster because it's no legislation is going to pass the filibuster. Nothing is going to get done. Literally zero will get done. And yeah, what what sure. what happens in the long term? And then I'll get you wonder. There it is. Is that because Congress can't do anything, because they can't actually accomplish any goal, then the executive branch has more power, right? And we've run into that already where there's a bad actor in the executive branch. Right. And we see what happens when they have all the power. The Congress needs to work together, work towards a particular goal, and reclaim some of that executive power, even if it's, even if it's for the dark side. But at least Congress then is responsible. You can vote them out in two years. Wanderer. Well, what actually happens when you have a simple majority um, is when people that might otherwise oppose legislation um, know it's going to happen, they start actually putting input into it. They're like, well, if this is going to pass, maybe we can tweak it so that something for my constituents is in it. Um, so they actually work with they work with the people doing it because they know it's already a done deal versus just opposing it and not getting anything out of it. Well, and, and there's plenty of legislation that would have passed with 80 votes out of the Senate if McConnell had not let a filibuster happen, right? Yeah. So there's that control over the over the the majority says no, we're going to filibuster this, even though people want to vote for it. So if you if you have a minority, get rid of the filibuster. You will see bills passed with with better bipartisan Jeez. support than you do now. Anyway, uh, that's PM. I I wonder. Um, so when the last Dem Democratic president was in was president was Obama? in town, uh, Obama when President Obama was in office. Um, you know, I specifically remember, well, now I I hear a lot of Comrade's family mentioning how they felt like he was the Antichrist. <laughs> and they still believe that and all of that. I oh, wonder he hates how, America. Mm. Mm. Huh? Uh, President Obama hates America. Right. So do they feel like... Our current president Biden is the same way. Because yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
uh, I've already seen multiple posts from people in my uh, in my Facebook feed who make the, who've made the statement, as I said before, hey, aren't you glad that your boy is in office? Uh, you know, you're a you're you're a uh, a And I'm like, no, that's not how this works. Uh, I use the term that I use for you, you people, cause you were in a cult of personality for one person, regardless of what the nation needed. Okay. This was a means to an end. We voted for the other party mostly because, uh, it was because of the other guy not being there, uh, not, not having the other guy there, but it was also because the guy that was coming in was saying, Hey, you know, I, he is a, a, a I'm going to even say this. He's a right of center. He's so he's a, yes. a basically a conservative yeah. oh, yeah. centrist, mm-hmm. uh, who really doesn't want to rock the boat too much. He wants to move things forward, getting the government back to the way it was pre the last administration, which is a conservative task. Okay, even though, it, you know, and then there are things in his agenda that are progressive. Okay, so, right. and he did that so that those of us that wanted to vote for Bernie, or my boy Bernie, uh, that he, you know, that, that it would, that we would vote, feel better voting for him, you know. But let's face it, folks, 80 million people went to the, 81 million people went to the polls to vote for uh, President Biden because the former administration was there, you know, and I I think the most telling aspect of all of that, discounting the vote of the masses is when you look at the reaction of those in government to the sudden change of temperature after president, after the previous president law, I almost did it. After (laughs) the previous president lost, uh, everyone said, Ooh, uh, this boat's sinking. It's time to get off. Yeah. And uh, suddenly you see all the rats scurrying out of the cargo bay and out into the water. Um, I think that's really telling that the GOP in its core didn't think there was staying power in MAGA. Yeah. But they were going to ride that wave as long as it was viable. And, and that shows everything <clears throat> you need to know about who they are as a party, which is to say they don't have an identity outside of, well, we're not the left-wing nutjobs. Yeah. Well, again – I keep getting called the left wing nut job and it's like, folks, I'm, I'm a fiscal conservative. Let's not go that I'm a left wing nut job. I'm, I want people to be taxed like billionaires to be taxed to pay for the programs that we have in the last, during this March to now, uh, what was it? One point something trillion dollars, some ridiculous amount of money went to those billionaires. Yeah, um, 660 or so American billionaires added over a trillion dollars yeah. to their personal wealth combined yeah. from March oh of 2020 to now. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. 300. But um, there were 300 new new uh, new billionaires, by the way. Right. Yeah. The 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 question I have is is what has the Republican Party stood for in the last eight years? Hmm. Tax cuts. Yep. Deregulation. But but not even and, not even and use of public lands. That's that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. But it's not. Yeah. Even that's not a platform. Middle class. Yeah. No, it, 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 it's not a. It, regardless, those two things don't make a platform for growth and no. doing well for America. Yeah. No. That's the only things they vote for. Well, if we look at the things that the former president 
did the, his last day in office, all of the executive orders that he signed, which, by the way, uh, all of them were rescinded by uh, President Biden the next day. Uh, creating a very interesting situation for a lot of these things. One of those was, of course, uh, the, what was it, the Patriot Education or this, what is that called? The 1776 Project. Yeah, the 1776 Project, yeah. Which says that we need to teach uh, history the right way. Meaning the white way. (laughs) The white way. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. You know. Uh, and he slipped that in there, wrote it all up and put it in there as an executive order. And the ve- literally the very next day, President Biden signed another executive order rescinding that before it could get any and funding no. <laughs> or traction or anything to get rid of that. Now, that I don't just think he even mentioned it. No, again, I don't think he even mentioned it. No, just just now. This is it. No, this this, this goes away. Well, again, he sat at his at the, at his desk uh, in his office uh, with a framed picture of Benjamin Franklin looking over him, replacing the Andrew Jackson picture that was on the wall when the former president was there, uh, yes. and <laughs> and he signed these uh, now. You can say what you want about the founding fathers. Benjamin Franklin literally could be one of the founding fathers of the country. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, he slept. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Benjamin Franklin slept everywhere. All right. So, uh, but it, born in a storm. Yeah. But right yeah. while he was under that, under the eyes of one of the founding fathers, he is signing these bills and there's no fanfare. There's no holding up of the, of, of the placard saying, I made a rule. He's like, sign it, throw it on the pile, sign it, throw it on the pile, sign it, throw it on the pile. And he just went forward. There was no fanfare. And why is that? Because he's a goddamned adult. That's right. And a professional. And a professional. And uh, never did we see him hold it up yeah. to show his signature on it. Which well, is likely not in stri- you, Sharpie. You wouldn't have seen it because he also probably used a pen. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, no sharpie here. Sharpie. Yeah, yeah, and it didn't look like a uh, like a, 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 a what was it a, a, a Russian uh, a stamp. It looked like Russian a pictogram stamp every time. Yeah. It didn't look like an electrocardiogram. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's too many. Yes, the J is just beautiful. It's not. And again, these it are the things. Like you have a murmur. <laughs> these are the things that make politics boring again. Mm-hmm. You know, which yeah. is oh, the way right. they're supposed to be. It's supposed to be the adults are in charge. You're supposed to feel good. The first good night's sleep. When I woke up refreshed on Thursday on uh, on Thursday morning, and I went, what is this weird feeling? I literally slept more than my normal four hours, and I woke up, and I'm like, what is this feeling? And it was, this, I feel that this, that I am now no longer living in, in an authoritarian country. That's how I felt. Now, everyone can laugh at me about that who are on the MAGA side. They can call, say whatever. Oh, you know, you're, you lost all your freedoms that day and you're just living in a fantasy world. You know what? Uh, I'd rather live in a world where when I wake up in the morning, I'm not afraid of the tanks rolling up and taking me away because I'm an academic. Somebody dragging you to the Baptist church. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I... I I comrade, go. Go ahead, comrade. You've, you've been way just, patient. Just a quick, just a quick thing. Um, I don't know if anybody else caught the video of, of President Biden addressing his his new staff. Um, yes, but, but it was 
quite incredible. Uh, basically, he lectured everybody to the extent of, we have a lot of work to do, we're going to do it, we're going to do it well. But if I hear a single report of any one of you having any level of bigotry or speaking down to somebody else or being disrespectful on any level whatsoever, you're fired. Yeah. Same day. No questions asked. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's hardcore. And I love it. That, that's the way you do it. Yeah. Uh, Canadian. Um, so we're going back to, to the day after the election. Um, the day after the swearing. Sorry. Is <laughs> <laughs> that just yesterday? <laughs> day after, day after swearing. He swore it in on Wednesday. So, yeah, Thursday. Um, where, where I felt the sense of relief finally from all of that yep. i i not a big fan of of inaugurations i i i watch a little bit but mostly they're pretty boring i watched all of this one not because it wasn't boring in parts there were a lot of boring ass parts of it it's like a catholic service there was a lot of but, getting up and getting down but because it was no people, kneeling, it was it were it was people saying normal things, yeah, mm-hmm. and people doing normal things, and people of all different walks of life doing things, and who isn't in love with Amanda Gorman right now? Oh my god! Yeah. Um, I mean, Yo, I, okay, I, I love some wordplay, but my god, I was blown away with that. If I may, we've been doing a shit ton of talking on this show. Yeah. For four years. And beyond that, thanks to the revolutionary. <laughs> Amanda Gorman said more in six and a half minutes than we have in four plus years. And we'll never even get close. We, we have and, we have a lot of time to fill, comrade. We do this and, weekly. And, she had one <laughs> shot. She had one shot. And I feel a little insulted here. None of us could wear that coat. Oh, uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Not that no, no, we couldn't. We couldn't have made it work. None of us could I think have made the that coat could. work. Yeah, she could wear the coat. I I know. I I think the stoic could, but her her arms would stick out to here. Yeah. (laughs) I I I, if I could wear a yellow coat like that, I would. I would at least one. You'd look like you were on Sports Center. Let's face it. Yeah. No. It it would. would, I'd be selling cars. That's what it is. I do have to say the fashion at the inauguration was just amazingly on point. Um, My personal favorite was Dr. Jill Biden's. Uh, for Miss First Lady, First Lady Dr. Jill Biden. Doctor Can we First just Lady? call her Dr. Jill Biden because that's already a title as well? You can it call is her Biden. First Dr. Biden. <laughs> first Dr. Doctor Doctor first. Uh, Doctor we first Biden, we called right? Melania Melania the whole time, so yeah. you know, right? No, but that's because yeah. the First Lady was a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the best um, meme was the Powerpuff Girls. Did you see that? Oh, so good, yeah. No, I, I didn't, didn't see that. That. That, that was awesome. Uh, I'll, I, I'll post it. Yeah, Dr. Jill's, Dr. First, first Dr. Jill's uh, <laughs> dress, a coat, and ensemble was just gorgeous. But uh, Kamala, with her vibrant purple, was also. I read she that was, it was. Um, that was that was uh, symbolic for a thing. That was green for Kamala, and it was purple for uh, Mrs. Obama. Yeah, Michelle Obama. No. No, no, it was the other way around. It was coordinated. I'm telling you right now, whoever was the was the person I, I that that in Slack that dressed. I have you. I watched it. Yeah, whoever I dressed. It, it was about like a like a 
So more twill colored blue. So yeah, so the pragmatist just put the image up. Kamala was in a nice vibrant purple. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 Michelle Obama was in a burgundy. Burgundy. Yeah. Fuchsia, burgundy. It was nice though. That. It was really that's nice. Why I'm confused. Yeah. yeah. Um, the the one with the power the Powerpuff Girls was actually tinted. No, by that's the way, not magenta. it was magenta tinted. Is like a bright bright pink. The the green was a different day. Yeah. Magenta is not bright pink. Yeah. She looks like Blue's girlfriend. <laughs> that's why that's why i knew michelle was in like a maroon color yeah, yeah. Yes. but the greatest again the greatest part about the entire day is that after the inauguration was over the president went to his office and got to work yes, right away because there were no big parties because of covid19 there were no big you know things because of covid19 and he went home and he home meaning the white house and well, they had Probably. they had a uh, they had a, a performance, but they watched it. They didn't go there. <laughs> so they, like the rest of us, watched it on TV, which is amazing. And it's and look, this is an amazing new dawn in America because we don't have to do all that. We did the pomp and circumstance, but we didn't have to do all the pomp and circumstance at the same time. It could be faster because you don't have to wor- worry about a million people having to filter back out to public transportation, you know, uh, or possibly be in a giant insurrection, this you know, have been an email. <laughs> yeah. That, that, <laughs> there. So the Bernie meme, the Bernie meme, him sitting there with his mittens, uh, in his, in his one coat, by the way, in his one coat with his, uh, which is dot with his documents. Um, he looked like he was sitting there going, oh, could have been an email. Can we, can we get it? Speed it up. I got work to do. Let me get back to work. Did you know? his, did his wife knit those? No, no, no. That was done by a teacher and she's been inundated a teacher in Vermont who makes them on the side just for fun. Nice. She's been inundated yeah, with orders. Them to him? They issue. They were yeah. given to him, but here's the funny part. She has been inundated with so many orders and because it's a hobby, you know, like the wanderers knitting. Yeah. Uh, she can only do so many and she's like, look, I'm a wife and a mother and I have a job, uh, teaching. I don't have time to make them. So sorry. And people are like, but we'll pay you money. They're literally Republicans going, but look, she's a definitely, you know, she's a, she's definitely a liberal because she won't take money for herself. It's like, she doesn't have time. (laughs) Let's face it. You can't make time. It's not like I she think, can I put it in China charged, like the president, the former president did. Charged ten thousand per pair, she could find time. Mm. Now you're speaking capitalism. Extortionist yeah. capitalism. Yes. We're not about that. That's Republican <laughs> capitalism. Yeah. They're, they're, they're the Republicans that pay for it. Yes. Uh, but they wouldn't take them because they're liberal uh, brainwashing gloves. Right, exactly. uh, <laughs> stoic. Um. To to. Me and my brother were, were were talking about. Well, I kind of mentioned it to him, but <clears throat> to your point, revolutionary about how. Well, to everyone's point about the inauguration, about what's been happening, up. Uh, you know, once President Joseph Biden took office and all of those things, he went straight to work. It's kind of like I mean, we see the the representation across Congress, people of color, women empowerment, all these things. It's like. Are we really that impressed? Because that's kind of what they have to do. It's like, you know, what else? What are they going to do? Not do the thing that everybody on the left kind of pushes them to do? Like, this is is your identity now. Yeah. 
you do it or else sort of thing. And this isn't to discredit them. This isn't to say that it's a bad thing, but it's kind of like, eh, yeah, it's, it's, I'm trying to think of a way to, 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 it's like, yeah, I have to get an A in this class because I need it for grad school or whatever. It's like, do I enjoy the topic or the subject? Eh, take it or leave it. But I better get these good marks. So that's kind of my thing where, where, you know, everywhere you look, oh, it's so great. It's so glorious. It's like, you, you set this up to where it would look this way. You, you gave him the blueprint. Yeah. So what else was he going to do? Right. Yeah. The, yeah. the bar was real low. Uh, but but you did you did have to clear the damn bar because yeah. if you didn't clear the bar, not not because you're already starting with all the Republicans, the 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 normal non-governmental Republicans being basically QAnon subscribers, so they all think the election got stolen, right? So you got a lot of idiots there you got to deal with who are not going to be on your side, and then like you were saying, all the all the people on the left who are like. Well, we have a lot of expectations for you right now. You best meet those expectations. If he doesn't, he gets no backing from anyone on this dais or anybody else. Like he is not operating on the position of power. He's operating on the position of having to meet our expectations, yeah. which are quite lofty. Yeah. And that's how it should be. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not against that. That's mean you're but, muted. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Finish, finish your point, so this is a segue. Yeah, I, I get that. I'm not against it. It's just maybe, maybe, maybe I personally am asking for too much. Just because, what else is he going to do? I mean, I get it. You, you know, it, it's one of those things where, it, to your point, comrade. Yeah, to, he is behaving in a way that it's like, you know what? Eh, we put you in office, and if you don't do what we say, we you kind of got to. You know, that's how it works. We we, we we hired you, so. Right. Yeah, I mean, this is about, to your, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, what, what am I? You, but if you got 30%, 35% done of what you wanted, would right. that be, would that be, I mean, to me, that would be significant because you're, 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 you're swimming upstream, right? Right. Um, if he gets zero done, then, you know, Democrats are Democrats and, you know, belong to an organized party. Um, the, so it's, it's, you know, you have to look at what's important and yeah. what they actually get done and how much of that is important. Yeah. I guess it's just, it, it all makes total sense. It, it does. It's just, I guess to my, to, to me, it's like how good it's like a head coach that takes over for a team that has an all-star offense, all-star defense, and you win the national championships. Like, well, it's kind of like you had the team. You, you won it with last year's team. Yeah. 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 should have. But 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 this isn't where he's starting. He's starting with uh, with uh, uh, he's starting on the forty on his on his forty yard line. So so if if I may may wax as an analogy, the thespians had her hand up for a minute. Oh yeah, but this is this is digression. So go. Okay, well so is mine. Um, but with with that, um, with great I power I do comes great responsibility. Uh, I do agree that I, I want, I would like, I am planning on holding this administration accountable um, for it, but because that bar has been set so low, um, already just lifting it up a little bit from day one is already giving me a little bit of hope. Mm. Um, just, it it's, 
you know, making the weights a little bit lighter on my side, if that makes sense. But my digression um, that I, uh, it was back, the the Rev had mentioned that it was, uh, we were able to do the, all the pump and circumstance, but faster. Um, and I remember on that day, Comrade had come home for lunch and he was watching the inauguration on uh, British news, I think, with the uh, BBC. Watching BBC. And they, he mentioned that they were really confused because he got, he was sworn in like 10 minutes early. It like, <laughs> wasn't actually noon. Yeah. And it was earlier than that. And it was, uh, I thought that, that was a, a funny quip that I wanted to share. And then we got into something that was kind of deep. So I'm sorry to segue, but Canadian, you segue too. So I was going to, going to wax uh, historical uh, as, as an analogy to where, where President Biden is picking up. Uh, I grew up, I went to the University of Iowa. I grew up in, in Iowa City, which is the town where University of Iowa is. And for most of my childhood, the University of Iowa was a losing team. Um, Cyclones. Uh, yeah, no, that's Hawkeyes. Dude. I know. <laughs> I see um, what you The, the, uh, Around when I graduated college, they hired a brand new coach who had great. I don't remember the guy's name. I'm sure you can you can Google him. Was it Brett Belema? No. <laughs> but he, his 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 claim to fame was being a mediocre high school coach, and as a result, Iowa University of Iowa had the longest losing streak in uh, history. It was like 25 games or 38 games or something like it. it was a long time it was years worth of losing um and then they they fired him a year early oh gee <laughs> he lost for three years and they hired a guy named hayden fry and joe biden is hayden fry and what hayden fry did is he took a team that was losing 30 games straight whatever that number is we can look it up and turned them into a team that looked good losing <laughs> And, and and they went. They, they now, that's unfair to Hayden Fry because he eventually turned them into winners, right? They went to the Rose Bowl. They were ranked number five, or you know, they won a lot of games. But but that year in that transition, where he picked up a bunch of kids who played poorly and made them look good, but they still weren't good players. And we went like I don't know five and six or something. It's a right? huge improvement. But, but the first game, they come out and they look good, and then they just collapse and lose. But eventually, he took it. But that's that's Joe Biden. Joe Biden's been given the team that's got the longest losing streak ever. Yeah. And now he's got to make it function. So it's going to look good. Eh. Yeah. That's fair. But here, here's here's my argument against that. And I think if there's anything that, while that Florida resident was in office. If there's anything that that Florida resident proved or or what that administration showed, it was that we really are a bend, don't break country. Yeah. So I would argue that. I would this argue. The analogy is going too far. <laughs> <laughs> I would call it maybe more of a weeble wobble. Weeble wobble. <laughs> so I, I would argue that what, what President Joe Biden what he is inheriting is a, is a country that's just bent a little bit. But to, 
to, to digress just a little bit from that, though, I would say there was a there's a tweet that was hilarious to me, and it basically said, "Now we're going back to normal racism." <laughs> yeah. In America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hidden and, under the surface, where people aren't you know just just open about it. Yeah. 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 So. Look, I'm not, I don't know a whole lot about uh, President Joe Biden. I don't know a whole lot about him other than he was vice yeah. president. What was that? He's a junior. Okay, yeah, there you go. Uh, president Joseph Biden Jr. Uh, Robinette. Um, he was a, was a senator. <laughs> senator of Delaware for like many, many years. Yeah. Um, as far as his past, I don't. I know he's a pretty decent guy. Um, as far as I think he's pretty, pretty well known, very well respected. I, I think that's that's all great things, but... I don't know enough about him to be able to say that where he stands now, oh man, that's, 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 that's Joe. That's, that's what he does. I don't know that, but I do know he was given a script. Yeah. He, he, he's, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but he's playing the game as much as kind of, you kind of have to. So I'm not saying that anybody could do what he's doing, but anybody would have to sort of do that. They would have to follow by that. So that's why sure. Canadian, I said, He's taken over a team that's already really good because he's got so much support. Yeah. And the, 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 again, to keep using the bar, the bar is so low. This is not to take anything away from him. I don't know what he, everything, all the problems are right here. We need to fix. It's almost like he's got a team of really, really great players just in the wrong positions. All he's going to do is put him in the right position. That's it. Yeah. You can fix that in game one. Yeah. And then you can go on four, five, six, seven game winning streak. So <laughs> that's, that's kind of my, the, the, the it, it was Fourth so. Ball. <laughs> the country was so in much in social disarray. Let's keep in mind now that economically, you know, you could say that the Florida resident played a, a big role, but I don't even know because it, 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 I don't think it got so off track. Well, that we're just that's the can of worms you just opened right there. Well, we'll we'll yeah, let the wanderer uh, play with the ball first, and um, then the thespian. So I, I kind of like the Canadians' analogy. Um, if anything, I think it's pretty accurate. You might have to take another shot because uh, you missed president a few times in there. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I am not going to debate that because I was talking about football. <laughs> I am okay with taking another tequila shot. Oh, um, boy. Second half is going to be fun. Probably to actually see something. Um, I'm worried about all of the, not really senators, but yeah, some a couple senators and some representatives that I think are trying to pick up the mantle um, Florida man left behind. Oh, yeah. We have a Florida man, Matthew Getz. You, you can Gates. hear it. Like, they're still kind of out there, and you're like, you, you weren't winning before. He, he hated you half the time when he didn't all the time. agree with him enough. And but you're you're like really you're really poking is like speaking his rhetoric again. And I was like, so you're trying to like pick this up and gain his followers to gain that momentum, and that's what worries me because these are the people that we need to rely on, and these are really the people that we should be trying to hold accountable um, because the executive branch can only do so much. Yeah. Um, so like they're supposed to, the executive branch is supposed to just be a guiding hand for the legislators. So that's what I want to see, and I think it'll be about a year to to get them to drop this act and stop trying to pick up followers that will forget what day you're supposed to vote on. So this time next year, uh, episode 52, we'll, we'll check in on that one. 
uh, thespian. Those to the wanderer. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I fully agree with that. Um, and to the the Stoics' point, while he was, uh, you know, when he started, he said that um, I don't know too much about uh, our 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 new president, um, but also uh, there there was a, a a point in a debate. There was a debate that I believe was it the only one there were that they had in person. No, that was the second one. Maybe it was the second. One. I don't yeah. remember. Um, but there, where, uh, Florida man kept harping, uh, that, you know, you've been in office for 47 years yeah. and you've done this and this and this. And in that debate, he admitted that he had made some poor choices in the past and that he had learned from that. And that really, um, I, I, I think that he will be bringing that into this office, uh, learning from the past mistakes and obviously learning from IQ 45's mistakes, uh, and, and uh, hoping, hopefully, uh, remedying all of, all of that, or at least making a step in the right direction. Mm. Yeah, I have to, to say it's, yeah, it's, it's quite refreshing to have a leader in office who will say, I made a mistake. Yep. I own that mistake. Here's what I learned from it. Here's how I'm going to address it now. And we've never had that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, we've had it before uh, a couple of. <laughs> it's been uh, a long time. It's been a long time. Maybe Not my ten voting years lifetime. ago. <laughs> <laughs> but but I mean, on cannabis alone, he started out when he was first campaigning for the nomination, saying absolutely not, cannabis needs to be restricted. You know, I'm not going to mess with that. And and by the time he had the current uh, VP that he has on his ticket, uh, it's changed. To, she probably to, got him high. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that he will take it off schedule one, yeah, and and uh, and just totally decriminalize it for the entire yeah. country, and that could save the economy if we could brought hemp back. Yeah, that could help with. Uh, with the climate crisis. Well, here's here's another thing happening. Here's another thing that, that that could be done with that. If you decriminalize it, you can also change how policing works. Mm-hmm. Because a lot yes. of the a lot of the people that are getting pulled aside uh, for marijuana are people of color, mm-hmm. and they're being Absolutely. put in jail with mandatory minimums, which were developed just to punish people of color and people who have of who have lower socioeconomic status. Yeah, cannabis laws are Jim Crow laws. Yes, they are. And that needs yeah. to be pointed out, and they need to go away. That's yeah. systemic racism yeah. right there. Not yeah. not to beleaguer the point, because we're, we're coming up on the break here, but yeah. uh, in 2018, um, fair housing laws were changed to indicate that background checks were now considered to be a disproportionate impact, mm. which means protected classes like race, sex, religion, etc., were disproportionately impacted by certain factors, including background checks. If you need <laughs> comprehensive data-driven um, data, d- 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 uh, data-driven conclusions to demonstrate that we have a problem with our justice system, it's when the housing department decides that our housing criteria are a little bit too racist, and it's based on criminal background checks. Yep. That's yep. it. Yeah. I mean... 
We're not that far away from redlining. It's it's, it's just, still there. Just look at Zoom. Zoom's racist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Zoom, Zoom is racist. The stoic will testify the, yeah, yeah, that Zoom is racist. Bernie Mandarin. Racist, racist Zoom is, is we're all using it, man. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> he disappears again. Every time you do that, it makes me laugh. Um, but yeah, again, th these are the things that, and there are some, so many things that can be solved that have been sitting around for so long that are, that are basically with a stroke of a federal pen, we could fix these problems, you know, by, uh, you know, not, not by saying, oh, you know, uh, you're wrong. You suck. Uh, you have to change it states, but at the federal level, we want to include everyone, which by the way, we mentioned last week that the house and the, the 117th Congress, 117th Congress. Yeah. 117. 117th Congress, uh, has new rules for inclusion. Okay. Yes. New rules for inclusion. And those rules state that the laws can't have gender or familial uh, you know, familial names in them to which of course, you know, people like Matt Getz says, Oh, you're just you're, you're punishing us for using language. And of course the MAGA lights, uh, jump on and say, well, here's another chance, another thing where the liberal, you know, the liberal elite are telling us what we can and can't say. We're and banning the, he and she. Yeah. And the it's answer just cis male bullshit. And the answer to that is, I'm sorry your ego, your little white cis male ego is being hurt on the fact that we have more than just white cis males in the, I'm in America. By the word cis. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I didn't call you cis hat. All right. So hey, I, I, I got nothing to do with my cis. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but that's the whole thing is that if, if people, the only way to make progress is to make progress. And, and the, the problem we have right now is that there is a large portion that voted for the president. I'm going to say 35 million people. Okay. Those are the, those are the ones that were really his followers the and they're, president. yeah, for the, for the former president. Yes. And those 35 million people, you know, they are the ones that are upset because those people are getting something. Those people are going to get special treatment. When they're not getting special treatment, what they're getting is not just the same treatment. They're getting ramps so that they can climb up to see over the fence. Equal okay. Treatment. They're getting equal treatment. I, I question that it's equal, but yeah, you're getting ramps to get you yeah. closer to equality. Yeah. You know, there, here's a step stool so you can see over the fence. The, the thing that depresses me is the other 35 million people just pulled the R lever. Yeah. Well, it happens all the time. I mean, that's, that's what they do. All right. So, uh, it is a new dawn. It's a new day, but it doesn't mean we can't take a union break. So we have reached the oh. middle, the middle of the show and we're going to take a little bit of a little bit of break and we'll be right back after this. You are listening to one man revolution with your host, the revolutionary and the comrade and the Canadian and the thespian and the pragmatist and the stoic. Ah, oh, there we are. Ah. Oh, we're back. Ah. All right, there we go. So, pardon me. I have cat problems. That's okay. Gonna, well, look, 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 look at this. I'm pouring something in a glass. Isn't that pretty? 
You're gonna take the shots yourself. Oh, yeah, the cat's gonna. It is not. It is not. I don't. I don't keep I, I weapons. To get one. I don't I keep weapons one. out in the uh, in the middle of the bunker. What? That's crazy. Is that like a sweet tea with lemon flavored seltzer? No, this is a Ramona. This would be a wine spritzer with Meyer lemon. Mm. It's one of my favorites. Um, so yeah. So well, it's it is. It's nice. I, I enjoy these. I, I found I found another one in my fridge. I'm like, hey, there's another one. It's those things that roll in the back, you know, when you're moving things around in the drawer where they don't actually roll around. Uh, comrade, what are you what are you drinking over there? I'm drinking the Hourglass Ultimate Vampire. Oh, which it looks is like a blood orange and guava sour. Ooh, um, it's a bit I too tart that. for the thespian, but it is delicious. I haven't tried it, but I would assume so. Oy. So, so for Christmas, I was given a, 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 I guess it's a nine pack of local ales, local ales, which includes such local beers or breweries as Goose Island. <laughs> um, and but this is Three Daughters, which is actually a Florida beer, Bimini Twist IPA. Mm-hmm. I've never had it. I'm pretty sure I'm not going to like it, but I'm drinking it anyway. <laughs> no, that one's actually pretty good. This one's all right. Yeah. All right. That one well, works. Thespian. We'll try it. I'm oh. still drinking Bud Light. Yeah. He's he's trying. Um, the, he's trying the Three Daughters. It's it's I'm a drinking, pretty, uh, but it's all right. <laughs> I'm drinking Heaven's Door, which was. Uh, Bob Dylan owns this. Uh, it's a bourbon blend. It's it's actually really good, and I'm I'm you know drinking it over ice. But I also uh, wanted to add a little something from my own collection. <laughs> Damn it! Uh, the man in California. That's the only thing you can do. Look at him. So so you're you're enjoying some of your locally grown uh, herbs. Yes. I I grew this myself. <laughs> it's uh, it's an eighty. <laughs> If you want it's to an eighty-five percent indica. Laser into the camera for an hour. That would, that would <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm going to do because that's all I have to do. If I stop talking later, you know what happens. Eighty percent in the couch. Um, <laughs> uh, and and uh, the uh, the pragmatist has broken the cardinal rule of of any studio. He brought the bottle into the booth with him. <laughs> It it makes you got, you got a problem with that. <laughs> so uh, when Johnny Van, so when Johnny Van was on the show with us, uh, he sat there with a bottle of John Daniels, and I had a bottle of Bullet, I think, and we both drank the bottle. So it that, that was happen. yeah. If, if if you bring the bottle, you drink the bottle. It's that's, it's it is a bad thing that I'm happens. Yes, like good that. man, good man. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Well, until we, you pour more into the glass. <laughs> hey, the <laughs> ice looks a little unfriendly, and it's like, yeah. no, stop! You have to stop. And uh, stoic, sir. And I made that mistake watching the former president address the oh, state of Georgia. Yeah, tell me. Oh, <laughs> that was a good time. It was. Ooh. That's Ooh. why when I refilled my my. Uh, Penalty glasses. I took the bottle away yes. again. Smart, smart man. Uh, Stoic, uh, anyway. you're eating a sandwich, so I guess you're replacing your uh, <laughs> with a sandwich. All right, there you go. That I am. I'm actually. I I just looked up Ramona's. I want one of those now. I want some of those now. They're really good. I gotta find them around here. I don't know where you'd find them. I, I, I we have a little specialty place around here that has them. So that's why we. That's why I have them. So. 
as we were leaving the first half of the show and you know it's amazing all of the things we have let's talk about some of the things that actually got done oh yeah uh this week and i have the full list of executive orders (laughs) can you post them yeah say this week you mean two days i know 2.5 days um (laughs) the half day was yeah yeah what so born in 10 minutes so funny enough uh a lot of things that were really needed to be removed uh, that the former president put into play. Uh, we rejoined the Paris Accords. At least we put out yes. the feelers to say, hey, look, we are members of this world, not just a nation state that thinks that we can do whatever we want and pollute however we want. We would like to j- rejoin the Paris Accords. Uh, and of course, uh, Ted Cruz, senator of Texas... Senator of Texas said, I don't care how people in Paris do things. We in America need to set a better standard. No, what he said was the president doesn't care. The president cares more about the opinions of people in In Paris Paris. than he does about the people of Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, which is basically what I said. The guy who tried to. (laughs) No, Ted Cruz, you stupid ass. You were yeah, the one so, who tried to say that the votes in Pennsylvania don't count. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. I almost, were, I almost broke. Yeah. There were a lot of memes about the Ottawa Accords. Yes. And, you know, well, that only affects the people in Ottawa. <laughs> what do we care? And, uh, the, <laughs> the fire back from, uh, I think it was uh, uh, Representative Cor- uh, Astacio Cortez, was... Uh, do you think the people of Geneva worry about the conventions <laughs> of war? <laughs> yeah. So her, her social media thing. is so savage. All their base are belong to us. Yes. Uh, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, to be fair. To be fair. Florida be fair. man thought that Kansas City was in Kansas, which there is a, there's it a is, Kansas City, Kansas. There is one. But for the winners of that one. Sports, sports ball. ball, yeah, sports ball game. <laughs> the, it was the that super was sports ball game. Like family yeah. members that are, yeah, like that live there. Um, the the stupor bowl, yeah, the superb <laughs> owl. Right. Yeah. That yeah. Yeah. Uh, we can't. Up. We can't say the f word. Is that <laughs> it? <laughs> well, you're not. They're not a sponsor. The they're not a sponsor. Superb owl. Yes, the superb owl. Missouri, not. <laughs> Kansas City. Yes. Kansas City, Kansas. I don't know why we're dancing around that, but I'm going to keep dancing. <laughs> Dance for me. Because, uh, because Canadian, it's a copyrighted term, and you're not allowed to use it without paying the National Football League. Ah, but yeah. we can say we can say football. We can say football. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Football's right. fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I couldn't remember the. It's the so superb owl, which is like the problem. That super football game. Yeah, super football game. A super big yeah. game. All things like that. You just can't say the other one. The big one. The big one. Yeah. The big one. The, so the, the J Lo Bowl. I, I just I I'm sorry to cut you off, Canadian. I just feel like Ted, that that dude from Texas. <laughs> Senator uh, Ted Cruz. Ted Coop. Yeah, Ted Coop. In Texas. Ted, no. Texas. Uh, the Zodiac he, Killer. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like he made one of those high school history D 
grade students. Just remember, so, the person that graduates lowest in their class in law school is still a lawyer. So he, he he's a Harvard guy, right? I man, you know what? I think so. Let me, oh, let, me, let me let me explain I something. Like you oh, no, no, no. Let me explain. Comrade will about, find that out momentarily about Tid because if Friends Comrade, if, he, oh, Harvard if law. he's Harvard check law, check this out. He's about to. Comrade's going to say it, but I'm going to say it before he does. Ted Cruz is arguably one of the most educated, academically inclined politicians. Like it's incredible his his right. acumen, but. WT Whiskey Tangle Foxtrot. <laughs> no, I got your answer. <laughs> your answer is marketing. Yeah. The dude, he is educated. He knows everything he's doing, and he knows that in Texas, you have to market to a certain demographic. If he does not sure. have... He's the Larry the Cable guy. Well-rounded <laughs> well-researched marketing department in Congress, I would be shocked. Yeah. Yeah. He well, is out of, outside of maybe Mitch McConnell, who he, has that yeah. shit on lock. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Do you, yeah. do you think he has moments? Do you think he has moments where he gets stuff from his staff and goes, do you really think this will work? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. You really oh, think yes. I should say this? And they go, Ted, go with it. It's going to be, it'll kill. Wait, and then do he, I really? I need to wear it, the but spurs didn't, didn't, uh, and the cowboy hat? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Didn't, uh, <laughs> didn't 45 say this? I thought yeah. he said the exact same thing. The Florida Project. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's a good name. Yeah, the Florida Project. Um, I'd also like to point out about Ted Cruz. To much to my chagrin, and even the Canadian guys, he, by golly, <laughs> he's from Alberta. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he's but, a but that that, that yeah. explains that means it. he can't be president. Uh, no, he His was. Parents were American. Yeah, parents were so American. He could be president. Oh, yeah. He was born in Alberta. <laughs> oh, I should be oh. Because Alberta is as the the province of Alberta is as close to America as you can get in Canada. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's as close to um, geographically or metaphorically. That is also as close to the, the the greatest human beings you will ever meet. That's right. I am saying it's on the air. <laughs> Alberta like extra has, North Dakota, Alberta right? has a special place in my heart. Don't you forget it. Cowtown forever. <laughs> it, it, I thought that was Calgary. Your heart? Right. Yeah, that was <laughs> my heart right. has a, yeah. it's yeah. a special place. Yeah. His lower heart. His lower heart. His lower heart. Lower, my, lower left, my left ventricle. <laughs> so we rejoined the Paris Accords. Ted Cruz makes an ass of himself. Boom. Yep. And, uh, and we re rejoined the WHO. And that was another one. A Anwar. Yeah. Anwar is safe again. Yeah, yeah. The Alaska National Wildlife. Yep. The, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. oh Did, I was we, like, is that Guar's cousin? So, <laughs> so, so the last I heard is that Alaska was trying to buy them. The yeah. leases. Did they not buy them? Did they? I know they rescinded, but I wasn't sure if any of them got sold. I don't think they did. Just, that was pretty much just tar sands transport yeah. they were trying to do, right? It was it was building roads to explore for oil. That's yeah. what the the Anwar was. But again, be glad that things take time in order to do them. And there are seasons in the world. Because otherwise, uh, the former president would have paved the entire uh, Alaskan re reserve as soon as humanly possible. For, for a buck. For a dollar, yeah. I well, no, no, yeah, he would have charged a dollar. They, they turn, turn, turn. Yeah. With every season. 
Oh, there's a yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a time to reap and a time to sow. All right, yeah, so something like that. Um, what else happened? Uh, well, we had the the national uh, the federal land face mask mandate. Yep. So if you're in any federal facility, if you're on any federal land, you are supposed to have a mask. And, and Does that include penalty? national parks? Uh, yes. That's federal land. <laughs> what, what, what's the penalty if you don't? Uh, I didn't look into what the penalties were. There actually is one. Yeah. 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 Shunning. They will shun you. But but it's like they don't have to sell to you Shame. in the gift shop and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be asked to wear one, and if you right. throw, I mean, I think if you're in a federal building, you have to wear one, right? But and yep. the I'm sure they'll post signs. You out. But if you're like, you know, walking on the mall, do you yeah. have to wear one? Yeah. I mean, what are they going to do to you? Well, I but the idea that the penalty is if you're caught without the mask, three staffers <laughs> with Febreze, <laughs> Lysol, just spray yeah. you just in the face until you go, or put a mask on. Nice. Yeah. What just does the breeze do? I don't know. It's really annoying. Makes you smell it's, better. It's just, yeah. it's just annoying. That's that's exactly the point. <laughs> I, I just want to be really, it's, don't it's spray in the face. I think I the important one is. I want everyone in the building and the next two buildings over to know. Yeah. <laughs> right, but yeah. the fact that the warning is already on there has yeah. meant that somebody's done it and bad things have happened. Yeah. Right. Don't iron the clothes while <laughs> you are wearing the clothes. Somebody did that. Yep. yep. And don't mow, do don't trim and hedges with a, a lawnmower. Out of it. And so the company was like, no, no, we're not doing that again. People are dumb. It's all liability law. It has nothing to do with uh, with anything else. All right. So uh, rescinded the Muslim bans, as was said. Yes. Huge. Uh, that was done. Rejoined Very the WHO was huge. said. Uh, restore. Uh, the Keystone Pipeline. Uh, rescinded the permit for the. Uh, the federal permit to build the key, the Keystone XL pipeline. Now, in social media arguments that I did get into uh, today uh, with people from Alberta, Stoic, uh, who work in the oil industry up there, uh, worked, ED, past tense, uh, they, I got into a numbers argument to which they would not actually give me any numbers. All the stuff that I could find says that the Keystone XL pipeline, when finished, will have 35 permanent employees. In the U.S. In the United States. Yes. So they, so they have not finished, even started building mostly because uh, indigenous peoples, which whose land it is that they want to pass it through, sued. Well, they protested and then sued. And by the way, when I said... You know, uh, the the individuals were pointing out indigenous people in Canada. They were saying, "Yeah, those people protest, and they and and they're they're ill informed because if they knew what was good for them, they would let it happen." And it's like, dude, it's their land. If they don't want it passing through an environmental possible environmental disaster to pass through their land, that's their land. So unless you want to federalize the land, which is socialism. Right? <laughs> Taking land away is socialism. Well, I think when it happened yeah. the first time, it was fascism. It was fascism the first time. But the idea, yeah. So, so if you want to go ahead and do that. So we did that here, of course. We, yeah, we had that as, we, as it was going through. So ranchers, farmers, and indigenous peoples all sued along the entire route of the Keystone XL pipeline in the United States, tying it up in court long enough that four years of it being allowed to be built, it wasn't built. 
So uh, really, when they, they keep saying, oh, well, 12,000 jobs, this is 12,000 jobs that were just thrown away. Well, they were proposed jobs because no one was working. Go ahead, comrade. So I was just looking at the map of the proposed route for the Keystone Pipeline itself. Um, you can avoid a lot of the disputed lands if you just follow uh, Highway, sorry, Highway 94 <laughs> east <laughs> through yeah. Montana and North Dakota and then Highway 29 south. <laughs> so if we just put it in right through all of the developed land that already has city infrastructure, yeah. there shouldn't be a problem, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, right. I don't see why we're running it through vacant land owned by uh, anybody that is in the government already, like just run it through where the hi- highways are. <laughs> That's being okay. So the That's only, the socialist approach. The only thing <laughs> that I can see with that idea going bad <laughs> is a very, 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 very bad accident. Only one thing. <laughs> it's right. all However, bad. that would then probably. Do a whole hell of a lot of damage. No, Do you but, remember? But that's, but that's exactly my point, though. It's yeah. the reason why the native peoples don't want the pipeline running through their land. It's, it's a disaster no. for them. Yeah. Fully yeah. agree with that. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so my point is, if we know it's so bad that we can't run it through existing infrastructure because we know it's going to be a disaster, right? maybe we shouldn't be building it at all. <laughs> and that, that was Good my point. point. Yeah. It's too dangerous to put it through populated lands. So right, let's so run let's it run it through, it through the poor people's yeah. lands instead. Yeah, yeah. Right. exactly. What are they going to do? So again, the fight that I got into back and forth, back and forth, was I would say, well, these are the numbers that I found. No, those are wrong numbers. Well, where are the numbers? And again, this is a MAGA light model. It's also conservatives, you know, you know, right wing, you know, ultra right wing people, where they'll say. Oh, hey, you know, I heard that it is this way. Well, I have doc- a bunch of documents that say that it's not that way. Well, I heard it, so it must be true. Yeah, it's like asking a cute person about election results. Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was another one. So Sometimes you say thing you expect and you get it wrong. And keep yeah. in mind, these, these conservative Albertans are all business Albertans. But they're, we know a few of those. They're mm-hmm. still left of Joe Biden in yeah. terms of social policy. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, all of their social <laughs> policies. Are left of, yeah. the uh, oh, you got another one. <laughs> yeah, got him. I love this rule. It's my favorite. Because here's the fun part about this rule. Sorry. The more times you break it, the more times you'll oh. break it. Oh, the worse it gets. I yeah. Know. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. How about DACA? DACA. Uh, DACA. I, DACA. I'd like to point out before uh, we move on. <clears throat> the Albertans that I know are sensible <laughs> and smart. <laughs> they are clear thinking people. Set, sample size of two, but let me tell you. <laughs> like, 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 like the people in Kansas. They're, 60% of them are idiots and 40% are smart, sensible people. <laughs> uh, I don't know why we just threw shade on Kansas, but... Uh, because <laughs> I mean, why not? Yeah, I guess I, we, we're not there anymore. I would like to say that uh, one of them gets sucked up. Sucked yeah, exactly. Up in a you, you know it. The you one man it. revolution <laughs> podcast. <laughs> the one. The bread basket. The, the so one man revolution. The one man revolution uh, podcast declares war on Kansas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Growing up in Iowa, there's this rivalry where we're like, 
<laughs> like well, the Kansas we are against them flower now. is the sunflower or something, and the Iowa State bird is like the goldfinch. <laughs> and Kansas, I don't know who started it, but I'm going to believe Kansas because I grew up in Iowa. They cl- declared the goldfinch a pence, a pest. <laughs> And so Iowa declared the sunflower a weed. Ever since (laughs) it's been bad blood. It's just shade. Shade everywhere. So much shade. Why? Why? Who cares? Why'd you do that? (laughs) Oh, man. So DACA has been... Has been... Restored and protected. Restored and protected. Uh, uh, Sanctuary cities uh, have been taken off of a list. Uh, that's Good. yeah. That that of uh, of not getting uh, federal funding. Uh, what else is on that list, comrade? For uh, for the for the uh, uh, we executives, are. we are. <laughs> well, we we're probably on a few less. We right. Well, the fun part is, is at least now we're on the right side of history on the list that's on this right, one. Yeah. So uh, I'm not expecting any knocks on my door, but the uh, but the bunker is secure, so I think we're fine. Speaking of of being on lists and knocks on doors. Um, w- there's been an ongoing saga with Re- what's her name, Rebecca Jones of the state of Florida, yeah. who um, a while ago was the person in charge of reporting on COVID numbers for the state of Florida, yeah. who was fired by the government because our governor is an asshole and uh, wanted to make sure that we could fudge the death number so more people would show up and vote. And uh, a- her her house was basically illegally raided, uh, ransacked. Yeah, uh, they didn't have anything to charge her with. And then apparently after that, they actually filed a warrant for her arrest, to which she voluntarily turned herself in, posted bail, and left. And wait, oh, is the spider back? No, 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 it's the hedgehog. <laughs> oh, 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 the the, the prickly animal. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> the spider. So, so this week, Rebecca Jones turned herself in. And posted bail and then left saying, I will fight this damn fight. Come at me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so Florida woman I've been came following out. following that from here. Yeah. From when yeah. it first, you know, I followed it all along. And, and the kicker, she tested positive for COVID. Yeah, she That's went. Right. Yep. I forgot about that. She yep. test positive. Yep. She t- and, and, and who was this that tested positive? The, the- uh, Rebecca, Rebecca. Uh, Jones. Rebecca Jones. Yeah. The, the lady who was fired and then um, arrested for reporting on COVID numbers in the state of Florida. Yeah. And in fact, they had a warrant to search her because they had probable cause that she had illegally accessed a system with a public username and password. Yeah. That, that's the most hilarious thing. Is that, is, that the, is that the best thing they could come up with? And, and then they end up charging her with something completely unrelated. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It is uh, a, well, it is a, it's yeah. A, it's an obvious hit job. Yeah, it's a political it's vendetta. legal to be able to detain So, <laughs> it's interesting oh, you ask that question. Funny story. John Oliver uh, of Last Week Tonight <clears throat> did an excellent piece on United States prosecution. Uh, he does a 30-minute thing on it. It's incredible. Long story short. Our entire justice system is built le- – I'm sorry, not justice system, legal system. Our entire legal system is built around the power of the prosecutor. And whatever they dictate and decide and try to work with within the court is everything. Um, the defense attorneys are kind of at the mercy of the prosecutor. The judge and the jury are at the mercy of what the prosecutor decides to bring to court. But the prosecutor gets to work with the, the police and the judge and the lawyers of the state and everyone else involved in the process. It is so incredibly imbalanced and so unfair 
that when you have a situation like Rebecca Jones, where they put out a, an arrest warrant uh, for an unfounded charge, arrest her, and then change the charge, it's perfectly acceptable. Yeah. Yep. There's nothing yeah. wrong with it because they could they could file it. They could they could put out a warrant based on charges with minimal evidence because they suspect somebody of a thing. And then they, they get the person in custody and they go, ah, you know what? We really can't support that. But now that you're here, we actually have this other thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I yep. feel like they watched an episode of Law and Order Criminal. <laughs> the, the, the thing about Rebecca Jones is that whole, and, and it has to do with her public persona. Of course. But there's a lot of people in the state of Florida that will say this is shenanigans and yep. yeah. and not convict her. I mean, if I was on that jury, I'd be like, you have to prove beyond a shadow of any doubt that you guys knew what you were doing and this mm-hmm. isn't a hit job. Mm-hmm. You have to prove it's not a hit job. Speak, speaking of which, uh, I actually have a jury summons. Hey! Uh, for, for the first Congratulations. Of, Congratulations which, to your civic duty. Um, if I actually do have to go in, it should be quite interesting because I can just point them to this podcast and go, I don't think you want me. Oh, no, no, no. What you do <laughs> is you go in and answer their questions honestly, and they will not put you on a jury. You're right. I have, yeah, no, I have, I have lived in uh, this, this county for almost 30 years. And I have been summoned to jury duty twice. That's well, I've I've been in the state of Florida for ten years, and I've been summoned to jury duty twice. Uh, I've been in this city for forty odd years, and I went every year for ten years. That's yeah. not. And then and then they stopped. Yeah. <laughs> I. It's supposed to give you like a two year gap. Uh, yeah. yeah, they're supposed to. <laughs> But since I, I never sat on a jury, I never sat on a jury. You no, only get a two-year gap if you sit on a jury. You, I yeah, went every I, year for 10 years, yeah. Until they finally went. I, I was yeah. summoned almost every year I lived in Orlando. Yep. And I have been a foreman twice on mm-hmm. two trials. Yeah, and, and it's good. Wow. I love the experience. I've been, I was placed on a jury, and then they said, yeah, um, you're an academic, and uh, we want dumb people. So <laughs> they literally said that in the court of law, and I'm like, wow, you really just said that. <laughs> okay, cool. And so I haven't been called since. Gotta go. Yeah. I, I think uh, the comrade, that same episode of um, John Oliver, he also addressed the sheriff, right? Mm. Sheriff's, uh, yeah, sheriff. That was actually a separate mm-hmm. thing. That was another I'm one. I'm sure they overlapped quite a yeah. lot. Was that a separate episode? Yeah, they were. It I is. remember. I, remember. Okay. I saw the sheriff episode. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll find, I'll find, let me find the links to them while you guys continue discussing. I remember them. I mean, I have HBO. I could probably at some yeah. point go back and on YouTube. So thespian. It's true too. So my jury story was I've lived in Florida, the state of Florida, uh, by myself uh, as a grown ass person uh, for about twelve years, and I've been summoned once, but I filled out now it's all online. So you do the questionnaire ahead of time, and then you check the night before. Um, to see if your number has been called. And I was very lucky that my number set had not been called. But I also feel like the questionnaire probably would have actually taken me out of the running anyway. Um, but, yeah, I've never I've never actually had to go in. And it was very easy to, you know, get a day off of work. Anyway, I felt, pragmatist. I, I, just to be honest, I felt really honored to be able to serve on the jury and to be available for it. 
Yeah. Because uh, the way I look at it, it's a karmic kind of thing. Mm-hmm. If I if I was in trouble with the law, I was on trial, I would want someone like me mm-hmm. on the jury. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, I really surprised defense attorneys, uh, like on this one, which was a capital case, the defense attorney said to me, you know, at, when, in the voir dire process, uh, you know, Mr. whatever my name might be, uh, <laughs> how Mr. would Brad you Matisse? feel? Yeah. How do you feel about my client not taking the stand in his own defense? And I responded, well, he's not a native to the United States, so he has an accent which might prejudice people to him. If you get him on the stand or the prosecution gets him on the stand, he could introduce things that are not relevant to what's going on in this hearing. How did so you end it up makes on the more jury? sense. Well, the, well, when I finished, <laughs> when I finished with that, you know, everybody in the courtroom was kind of looking at me. And then uh, the uh, defense says, we have no problems with juror number three. <laughs> and, uh, and prosecution says, we have no problems with juror number three either. Be- and I was on the jury. And it, it just makes sense. You know, you don't want to, you, you, you should do it just for karma. And for me, yeah. it was a great character study. Oh, with yeah. all the people I got to meet, and there were some crazies on there. Mm-hmm. I could go on, sure. but yeah, it, they, they, didn't, they didn't. They didn't use. They only have so many waves, right? They don't get an infinite number of people they can pass on. So, oh. so they have to. It's like three strikes. You get three, and then you, you don't get any more. So they're not going to use it on middle-aged white guy. They're going to use it on somebody who they think is going to be completely biased about the the results. Got it. Yeah, well, we, we had a, a very balanced jury. You know, it was a it was a child molestation case that that was way out of date. We found out later by a clerical error, like it was ten years after it was supposedly happened. But we had on the jury there was me, there was a flight attendant named Jose uh, who, <laughs> you know, couldn't speak to me without touching my leg. Uh, there was an old there was an old guy named Jose who was silent for a long time and then would say something wise. There was the woman at a university where somebody here might still work who was in charge of, uh, I think it was child psychology department or something. And then there was this really nice woman who was a, uh, belonged to a family that used to own orange groves back Mm. 80 years ago and lives in, uh, uh, over there by, well, up in Winter Park, somewhere like that. And, uh, you know, she was a Democrat uh, I mean, and, and, and was very vocal about it. So it was a pretty nice, except for the one guy that we had problems with. But it was a pretty balanced jury. And it turned out to be exactly what the judge wanted it to be. So My, my case was, was teenagers having sex in high school <laughs> one of them happened to have turned 18 during their relationship oh now essentially their parents were charging uh, oh boy that's so, tight so, so, <laughs> so, so they're asking you if you know, would you uphold the law and i said yes although i have a problem throwing teenagers in jail for having sex and I was yeah. for consensual. <laughs> consensual. This is their sex. Well, there's a difference. Well, between even even. Right. I yeah. mean, let's face it. If you've got two 16 year olds having sex, are they consenting to it? Really? <laughs> they're just they're just 
They're obeying their hormones. Yes, mm-hmm. they're not until they're 27. <laughs> they have to be 27 when the cerebral cortex is fully formed but, before but they can case, make a real decision. It's it was a senior in high school and a freshman in high school that started uh, dating during the beginning of the year, and then he turned 18, and then hold on now now hold now on she what now she is 18. And her parents have like found out or something. Oh. Where she, they broke up, and she's now charging him with. So I, he's your 21. autofocus makes it look like you're swimming, and it's amazing. <laughs> he, he's, he's 21. She's 18. He's she's now char- pressing charges for statutory rape, oh. and I'm like, no, this is the I'm not. You I would have you. to show he was predator predatory for me to to do. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah. Stoic. No, like your hand has been oh. up for so long. Has no oh, blood yeah. left I mean, in it's it. Nothing, it's nothing important. But um, correct nothing me if on I'm... the show is important. <laughs> <laughs> I take offense to that. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm just correct glad we're not talking about President Joe Biden, so I don't have to take another shot. Great job. <laughs> you caught yourself the one time. Um, aren't there lawyers that specialize in jury selection? Like that's a that's yeah, a yes. thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, that is it, a thing. There's so much I don't know about law that's kind of it's kind of scary. But which is oh. good. We should all not know anything about law, <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, American television has made policing, fire departments, lawyers, uh, and all of these other things we shouldn't know about. It's it's all very Karen accessible. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. And and some of us have even played those people on TV. Uh, <laughs> so Thespian had something to say. Yeah. Well, I my it. I have to say, I'm I'm glad that I know somebody who knows a little bit about law. Well, the lawyers should know about law. We should not know about law. Yes, yes. I'm glad that I'm not one. Because I'm glad that he is. Because if you have all of us thinking we know about law, then you have those people on social media that tell you what's legal and what's not legal, which might be 40 years out of date. Yeah. You know? So. It's funny. I I have a, a friend who is a doctor. And as a as a computer person, I have the same problem where he's watching he can't watch doctor shows on TV because they're just so wrong that he can't he can't say it like house or something he's like oh my god that's so terrible that is so not what happens and i can't watch anything to do with hacking or network or computer or anything on TV because it's like no that's just no no that i can't i can't deal with that let me just so hack into all the of it is wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let me click uh, this icon in the corner that nobody else has ever clicked. Ooh, I'm into the system. So, how many of how many work that way? So this week, another social media argument that I got into uh, was that someone was talking about how uh, the website Antifa.com took you to the White House. So if you and I, I didn't even try and verify it because I'm not going to type that into my computer. I don't care. But this person, there was a a former Mogalite who we might have on the light side now because they question everything now. They're like, they're like, yeah, well, why does the why is why didn't you know the president stop that? And I'm like, well, look here, buddy. <laughs> um, if I wanted to, if I had access to the DNS records of Antifa.com. I could redirect Antifa.com to anywhere that I wanted to. 
without your knowledge. So you type in Antifa.com, it goes somewhere. And he's like, no, that's not possible. And I went, actually, it's how the internet works. It's very possible. It's incredibly possible. He goes, well, you would think that the federal government would be able to shut that down. And I'm like, yes, but sometimes you don't even know what's going on until someone calls you and tells you what's going on. Because how often are you sitting there typing in some website dot something to go somewhere? Like, well, I mean, it, it, it's like promises the, kept. The, the, you can always tell when a company has really good marketing people when places like VerizonSucks.com is owned by Verizon. <laughs> yes. Shut down. Yes. Right? That, that's good marketing. Yes. They know how to shut that shit away. Yeah. Bad marketing is when things like MakeAmericaGreat2020.com is owned by the Biden campaign. Yes. And it just points to all the problems with the previous administration. That's bad marketing. Yeah. Or or promise. Just using his last name? Or promises kept. It's the name of the campaign, unfortunately. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I know. You're trying to get him drunk and take advantage. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but, um, I still have two shots waiting to be used. Yes. I've got, I've got my friends over here, too. Yeah, I, I, so do I. But no, no, no. Stop it, Canadian. That's second no. set. No, Canadian. Yeah, no, that's, Canadian. That, that's your second half. Yeah. You've already used no. your first. No. no. That's not how this is supposed to work. He's gone through his three. Right. I don't want anyone to die. Was I correct, Stoic, on that one? Because yes. I couldn't. Yeah. Is that a right? <laughs> Wait, what was the... Sports. Sport, Sports with ball the timeouts and the uh, first half, second half timeouts. How many timeouts yeah. does each team get? You get, you get three per half. In football, yeah. you get three per half. Yeah, <clears throat> right. Yes. She yeah, three, she was all three, over it. Three strikes per half. Yeah. I'm no, that's not supposed. To, that would mean six well, shots in a show. What I said. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I thought he was the one that heard what I said. Whatever. So. The fun part about that argument is then that same person went on to say, you know, I, I posted, hey, look, uh, I've been in this industry since the late, since the <laughs> early, early 90s. I know how these things work. And he goes, I thought you taught political science. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> no. He goes, well, you have so you, you talk about politics a lot. So I just assumed. And I'm like, no, man, um, that's just what I do for fun. I'm a very multifaceted person. This is our fun hobby. <laughs> this is my hobby. Yeah. You could you could teach. I could, science, but I'm not though. going to. I would like to point out to the pragmatist that his ice cube is looking very lonely. No, stop it. <laughs> do, you, you, do you think this looks too empty? No, yes. no, that's a bad that, idea. You know, I think the there's of, a bottle right next no, to you. No, no, this is not how it's a bottle right here. All right. Well, this is all I'm going to have. Oh, I don't have to this, worry about this bottle. This and is look all at you I'm going to have. So, did you know? <laughs> put a little more in. Did you know that the. Just a little more. Yeah, just to keep the ice cube wet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So sure that's delicious. Yeah, you know it's a blend, but it's actually really good. Yeah, I like the distinct flavor. Got to hand it to Bob Dylan. What can I say? (laughs) So some of the other things that the president signed into executive orders this week today, he signed an executive order to protect the federal workforce. Uh, They can unionize if they'd like to. Uh, he, he filled out an executive order, uh, that you cannot, if you're a member of the, I think it's the executive branch. I think it's the only one he can do it to, 
uh, for lobbying. That, for lobbying, you can't. You, you there's a two-year moratorium on lobbying once you lose your job. To which the other president who just left office, his last day was to rescind his uh, his executive <laughs> order for <laughs> all of his he people. Had a, he had a five-year <clears throat> moratorium, yeah. which he rescinded on the last on the last day. So, and I'm saying, so that, you're saying we we don't stop the revolving door, we just slow it down a little. Yeah. Bit. Well, two years is a long time in politics, so. Uh, it's getting shorter and shorter, but it is a long time in politics. Maybe for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else did he, what else did he do this week, comrade? Any others that you can think of? Oh, um, I know there, there's like 30 by now. The, there's a the, lot. The $15 an hour minimum wage for federal oh, contractors. Oh, 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 um, transgender people in the military. I don't know if yep. you mentioned that. Yep. Yep. Transgender in the uh, military. Something um, about the census. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they got that, rid of the uh, question about citizenship on the census. Yeah, that it's I, it's the p it's what the census is supposed to be, which is counting the people my, my that are favorite, in the state. The, the headline of it reads: Executive order on ensuring a data driven response to COVID nineteen. <laughs> yes. And yes. future yeah, I love that public <laughs> health threats. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that I that it's emotional so response was working really well. <laughs> you know, it says a lot that we're in a I world mean, where you have to specify that data okay. must be driven on facts and not opinion uh, in a pra- fucking pandemic. You can't say... Strike, we're, strike for that. Oh, uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Pragmatist, you can't just say, in a, we're in a world. You have to say, in a world. In a world. <laughs> We live in a society. In a world. <laughs> in a world where you could believe anything. Yeah. Like but one man alone. Says it's real. Just wow. believe it, and it makes it real. One man believe in a basement anything. named QAnon. One Q. <laughs> Wait. Uh, is, no. is John, one was, Q to bind them. Was that, was that John? That's not John Delancey. Is that the wrong name? No, it's uh, the guy who's... Yeah, John Delancey was John Delancey. Yeah, John Delancey was Q. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If he came out and said Q was fake. <laughs> <laughs> or just come out and snap his fingers. You know? Yeah, right. You know, I have yet to set, set a Q person down and ask them, who is Q? Who is this person who's telling you all this stuff? Why do you believe... Where are they? They're, they're, they're I mean, it's almost like Q is, has a godlike quality. Well, in know, that, yeah, he's it unseen. Has, no one can say who it really is. Nobody knows who he is. Nobody's ever seen him. Well, it's really nobody's, broken nobody down. As, like. as the comrade will probably, I want the comrade to speak on this. But we were talking earlier, and after the inauguration, a lot of the Q, a lot of the Q people really started questioning everything Q was saying because Q said the inauguration would never happen, right. and right. it the happened. Storm is coming. Well, they also during the days leading up to the inauguration happening, there was a rumor that there was a face-off, AK, and just like the movie Face-Off with John Travolta and Nicolas Cage, that the face was removed from from the former president. And 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 uh, and Joe and Joe Biden's face was placed onto his body. And right now, everybody around, everybody that's there, <laughs> do, no, doesn't know that it is the former president who's currently in charge. Well, you know, if you're a reptilian, that's cuckoo, easy to do. Cuckoo, I mean, if you're a reptilian, cuckoo. you just take because the face off and put another. The current president's name without his title. 
Oh, I mean, fine. I mean, is, I'll get is it. Joe Biden six four. Strike for you because you did the same Joe Biden. Thing. <laughs> no, just, I'm just, asking Joe if Biden the, weighed 280 pounds. <laughs> if the man Joe Biden is is six feet four, how tall is the current president? How tall the man who was former president, whose name I'm not going to say, was Florida Project is six three. The Florida Project. <laughs> the Florida Project. The Florida Project. Yeah, he's six three. I was there in '98 when the Florida Project uh, pin. Uh, <laughs> Oh, the current president is as tall as I am. He's six feet tall. So, six so flat. you can't just put a face on and give somebody three inches. Um, but, well, I don't know. I think I've done it. Uh, but, but, uh, but the, I, I I'm going to hope you gave them more than three inches. <laughs> yeah. I, I gave I gave him the back three. Uh, um. So, so my, my my whole point was Q was QAnon was started by a you know some sort of guy on the internet, yeah, four hundred pound guy in his basement, right, pulling a joke. Yeah, he's saying no, but but whatever where it started, it is now probably run by state actors, right? Whether whether it's Russia, China. Ran whoever it is way too way too addictive to have been some guy in his basement or so, whoever. It yeah. No, it's it's well crafted. It, whatever it, it is, started, it's well crafted. Yeah. It started with 4chan. Yeah, that's yeah. truly where it began. 4chan no, I agree. Because but somebody. Well, yeah. So it starts with 4chan, and and it starts with the forty the four hundred pound neck bearded basement dweller. Right. Memeing with his friends, saying BS because they think it's funny. Yeah. And the wrong people discover 4chan.org and they yep. start reading it. And then it goes to Reddit. And then it goes to the wrong places in Reddit. And then it goes to Facebook. And then in like 2012, <clears throat> people are really into it because a lot of the stuff that, that Q is saying kind of line up with the truther movement from the Tea Partiers. Yep. And, and Donald Trump at the time. The birther movement also. And it, and it all kind of comes together. And here's the real trick of QAnon. And, 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 and it is now actively being supported by Russian agents. Right. 100%. There's no question about this. It falls well within the Russian political science theory of dismantling Western power. Yeah. Do you, you a, have evidence a, to support this claim? No, no, but it's it's like if you were cooking and all of a sudden your food turned into nacho or uh, chili, sweet chili Doritos, right? It went Ew. from being food to being this addictive substance, and that's QAnon, and yeah. that only happens with with money and power. Yeah. Uh, didn't you say, comrade, last episode? Didn't you say that they used gamer? Types there's, construction yes, there, there's to do things where you you look for you look for puzzle pieces to make things make sense, mm -hmm, and yes. then they put those out there for you to lead you in another direction. Right. Is that kind of what, yeah, what you say they so, do? So the word is apophenia, and basically it's finding clues where they don't exist. And and what the Q structure does is it leans into that. So you say, "I found this clue," and they go, "Great, that's that. Dig into that. Find out more. Tell me what's going on." And, and the storm it, is coming. Right. It's the perfect uh, augmented reality video game. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's what's really incredible about it is it is if you've ever played a free to play microtransaction game, 
it's the same kind of structure. There isn't necessarily money being exchanged directly, but there are there is money involved in places. But it's more about the idea of small, simple, contained tasks that give you that dopamine hit, but yeah. open end into a slightly bigger task. And it just keeps mushrooming and mushrooming and mushrooming. And the real clue, the real trick to it is that it never leads anywhere. Mm-hmm. Because if there was an actual conclusion to any of it, it would have to end. And that's, that's what right. happened on January the 20th of 2021. There was a real conclusion to a very significant portion of those theories that said, if any of what's, what Q has to say is legitimate, <laughs> uh, President Biden would not be able to be inaugurated, but he right. got inaugurated. And a lot of those people said, holy shit, <laughs> my entire worldview just collapsed. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why the ahead. that's why the rumor that there was a face off thing happening came out, yes. you know, because the storm finally passed. Indeed, you know, the storm is coming. The storm is coming, and yeah, she's clapping. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, this has happened over and over again for centuries, yeah. where people would say the end of the world is coming on October thirty second, or whatever. yeah, and <laughs> right. then they would they would all gather together and sell everything they own, you know, for for the five years prior to that, and then when the event came. Everybody falls apart. It's happened over and over. In this country, it's happened. And this is just another one of those. All they'll do is just make slight adjustments, <laughs> and they'll I, I launch it were, again tomorrow. I thought you were referring to uh, people showing off their hedgehogs has been going on. <laughs> uh, comrade, uh, that is, com- comrade, uh, com- comrade has to... Uh, has to take a shot because uh, I've been called out. He I got called out. The call out, but I've been called. Out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm holding every single one of you as accountable. This is a twisted, perfect Manhattan shot. There you go. Ooh, nice, nice. Oh no, my battery's dying. <laughs> so ah, uh, yeah. Say ah. Uh. <sighs> Oh, God, I think she's about to poop on me. <laughs> it always happens. I know. I'm really comfortable with that. I've heard those words. They're not, they're not good. You know, some people pay good money oh, for it's that. It's really good. It's really good. <laughs> oh, whoa. No. I didn't know you were German. No. <laughs> oh, man. Well, um, but yeah, this week has had a whole lot of really good, you know, good movement on the environmental front, the COVID-19 front, uh, equal pay fronts, uh, sustainable, sustainability front. I mean, there's so many fronts that we've Turning had. Turning off things. the emergency at the border. Yes. I think was a yeah. Good we no longer have an emergency at the border and, and no longer days. are we building a wall that was, uh, that was already contracted. I'm sure there are people who are in the, in the construction industry that are angry about the fact that these, that this money was being thrown at this wall. But guess what? It's unnecessary because we are at peace with our southern neighbor. Uh, go ahead, Conrad. And there was there was one other thing that that uh, President Biden has done this week <clears throat> that I think is quite fun. In his um, inauguration speech, um, uh, President Biden directly addressed the issue of of bigots, white supremacy, yeah. racism in general, basically stating. For for Americans to be unified, we must cast out the hatred. And apparently, uh, Senator Rand Paul had yes. a problem with this. He, he took offense he felt, oh, oh, yeah. He took offense he felt to that be called. in Biden stating we must cast out bigots and haters 
that he was calling out all of the GOP. Mr. Paul, <laughs> do you have something you want to tell us about the GOP? Yeah. Because yeah, it's good. It's it sounds like guilt to me. As, 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 a, as a cis white man, I I didn't feel threatened by any of that. No, no, no. but but he kind this, of was calling out all of the GOP because uh, they're bigots and haters. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this was the this was the guy who stood in opposition to the anti lynching law. Yeah, <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. I yeah. forgot about that. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, he said it wasn't needed. Yeah, people don't <laughs> lynch today. <laughs> well, you could, you could. He, he said you could discriminate against the wrong lynchers. Yeah, I think exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It, it amounted to about that. Hang on. Some other, uh, some other things that were done by executive order was uh, a maintaining of the pausing of student loans being collected, uh, yeah. the uh, maintaining of federal housing evictions. Uh, so um, non-eviction, not well, pausing evictions, uh, until at least, I think it was September. Um, but there's a lot of different things. That's part of the COVID relief package. You know, a lot of, again, everything that, that was made terrible by the previous administration or was overlooked or basically was to punish the, uh, his, the, you know, the, the, his own constituents is, is being removed, which is helping a lot of people. Not having to pay back your student loan, you know, until a certain point in time is going to help a lot of Americans because there are a lot of Americans that have student loans. Now, AOC was wonderful uh, when she said, well, that's a good start. Now let's just dissolve them. We should do a whole show on on student loans and and getting rid of them. Yeah. Um, I'm about to do the thing. (laughs) So reading those those promises is he wants to forgive public school student loans, which is great for everybody else except, well, for me. So I, um, <laughs> well, but the, here's the thing, Thespian, what he's saying you know, it's cool is for everybody else, but, but what he's saying is still shitty, <laughs> but what, but what, what is being said is that uh, another thing that's being bandied around is people making, you know, a couple whose children want to go to college and they make less than $175,000 a year to allow that child to go to college for uh, on the government's dime. I'm not going to say for free. It's on the government's dime. I mean, you know, when I, when I went to college, when I went to college, I had when I went to college. Back in my day, day, it was a hundred dollars a credit hour, and I got basic educational opportunity grants under the Carter administration that were destroyed by Reagan. Yeah, you're that old. I am that old, and it, it, it. I so the first like first two years I went to college, I paid for it completely. Yeah, with basic educational opportunity grants that are that disappeared shortly thereafter. So I kind of lucked out. Yeah. But I think we should bring a program like that back. I think that would be great. No, I, I, I think we should make college like high school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Is, it's it's, just, like it's just, hey. but I mean, it's paid the same way, right? In state, you want to go to a, a private school. You go pay go for it. Private high school, you have to pay a tuition. Yeah. You want to go to public school, it's paid for. Yeah. You want to go to I don't understand why college? conservatives can't recognize that education is an investment because that will that will help economic. the species expand into the universe. <laughs> because it won't help conservatives get reelected because the uneducated populace 
the, the people who are, are taught not to think yes. will not Jesus then Christ. think. They w- They're the ones that need it. You guys can benefit from it the most. Yeah. But they want, they, they want the electorate to be uh, uh, something that can be subjugated, and the way you do well, that is to keep them, they, they keep want, them dumb. They want a thrifty working class. Like, yes. Like I mean, Mr. we talked Potter. about this uh, yeah. quite, uh, quite a few episodes ago, but basically the conclusion was everyone is much more complacent in their world when their worldview is not challenged in any way. But the more aware of the world you become and the more educated you become, the more dissatisfied with the world you must be by mere extraction of the fact that you know more about the world, which means your worldview must be challenged. Yeah. If all right. I know are four people and all of us agree on everything, I am the most blissful human being in the world, but I'm also the most ignorant. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Ignorance is bliss was the way I was taught by my exactly. father. But... <laughs> Exactly. The more tools we have to enhance civilization, to expand our technology, it, it just it doesn't make sense to me that they want to keep people stupid. And I, that I believe, seems to be yeah. I believe in nineteen Goal. in the book nineteen eighty four, ignorance is strength. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, seriously, because because an ignorant <laughs> populace is a populace you can use to maintain your power. Yeah. So having people being ignorant is strength. Well, and when you have people fighting over the crumbs, you can take the slices of bread. Right. You know, and I think that that's where we stand with a lot of these, you know, a lot of these people when they say, "Oh, well if you make less than, you know, <laughs> if you make less if you make less than x number of dollars, you know, you 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 need you need assistance." When because they're making more than that. You know, and it's that whole we're helping these people. You know, and you get that. And when you finally push them on why they want to do that, it's all, well, if, if we don't manage them, who will? <laughs> right? Well, what they want is cheap labor. Yeah. If you, if you, like, take kids in high school and divide them and go, you're going to tech school, you're going to learn to be a welder. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But they don't, they discourage higher education. Well, That's yeah. the problem. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. No, it it the, the 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 issue in my in my mind it's it's not what you get educated in. No. It's that you get educated. Yeah. Right. And True. that you get taught uh uh to how how to think, right? How to rationally use your mind to make proper decisions. And and whether that's through literature or math or welding or carpentry, it's it, you need to be taught to think and rationalize your opinions. Yeah. It, That's why I have a liberal arts postgraduate degree that I can do nothing. <laughs> but, but, but you, you know how to think. But you podcast sound great. You do. That's right. But I sound great. <laughs> <laughs> but, but to the Canadian's point, um, what, what, so, so here's the funny thing, right? Growing up, all I ever heard was colleges are liberal havens that, that teach you how to think. And, and what, they, what they mean by that, what, what conservatives mean by that is they brainwash you into thinking only one kind of way. Yeah. Right. And they're right. Education teaches everyone to think in one kind of way. And that kind of way is critically mm-hmm. in an open-minded and logical fashion with evidence to back up your conclusion. And if you have a problem with that, I have a problem with you. Yeah. And, um, and as it's we very move, simple yep. that Agreed. everyone can come to their own conclusions. You can challenge, challenge, and question everything, but understand that evidence must come from somewhere. And if and if it's demonstrable or or shown by multiple for, multiple sources, it must be real. 
Yeah. Multiple reliable sources. You know, on a personal note, comrade, uh, Mm -hmm. our similar backgrounds that we grew up in, the similar environments, yeah, because we revolted (laughs) against that, we both have this similar opinion. And I sought enlightenment Mm -hmm. by getting involved in as many cultures as I could and embracing as many uh, disciplines as I could so that I could understand other people. And then I, I could no longer go back to that. Thing well, that I what, grew up in. what I think is really fascinating is is the values by which I have come to my worldview are based in how I was raised, which is think critically, ask questions, demand proof, never accept a word for being a word, understand that there may be underlying motives. All of that was well and dandy and fine as long as I was not questioning those who taught that to me. Yeah. <laughs> right. The moment I turned that logic and thought process back to those who taught it to me, they go, and, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to stick to that one book. Yes. Right. One book. Yes. Right. And then, no, and then no, you're no, okay. No, no, it's two books. <laughs> and and it's, it's a bait and switch where they, they, they show you the one, but then they quote from the other, the, the, the original <laughs> yeah. one. Right. That, yeah. that says all this racist shit. And yeah. then they say, no, you got to believe in this guy, but we're going to quote Technically, from Technically, it's one. made up of a lot of what they call a lot books. Of books. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're getting pedantic. I don't really and know. as we move forward. <laughs> and, and wait a minute. There, there is the, the, the threequel, right? It's a, I mean, it's a, it's a trilogy. It's a thruple. It's a trilogy. <laughs> thruple? <laughs> and there is the the third part that some Don't people like that some people follow. Yes, and as we move forward, I just you know as we wrap the show up because we we're running long this week, you know a lot happened. But uh, but to. but as as we as we move forward, we're excited. We're we are excited. excited. For the it is exciting. We're like a bunch of Fauci's. I wanted to. I love uh, the look yeah. on it. He brought me so much joy just watching him him be so happy that he could be evidence based for a change. Watching Fauci <laughs> yeah. maybe the best thing this. Week. Yeah, that I would say that the well done to Anthony Fauci for uh, for basically showing that that a person can persevere and that science you know will always you know kind of outrun opinion and belief you know he's a rock in, star and he's a he rock star the yeah. time to join our podcast now yeah maybe he'll have some time now i don't yeah. know once once covid's now, over he's free to speak i'm gonna keep now he is free to speak i'm gonna keep trying we should try his email address again and see if we, we can get a hold of him send that same email to yeah him. send that same email back out i know you're busy last time hey you were busy email? last time but it's a new day it's a new is. dawn yeah and we're feeling good so um, yeah, we know you were busy while you were sidelined yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> Now that you're a little bit busier because people are listening to you. Yeah. So as we move forward, you know, I'm going to, you know, we, we usually do in, in this space, you know, uh, am I the assholes, you know, uh, social media fights we did or did not get into, but I'm going to end it with the well done of the week, which has to be the, the peaceful handing over of power by a little bitch Florida project. Running away (laughs) in the morning after making some reviews to a very small crowd, the smallest crowd. And uh, 
Yes, the yeah, who cheered because someone held a sign up, basically, because there was nothing really for it to cheer about. And he invited everybody to it. He, you can bring uh, five plus ones, is what yeah. I heard. Even, even um, people he hated. Yeah. Anthony yeah. Scaramucci got yeah. invited. Yep, yep, the mooch. <laughs> Partying for the end of the world. Yeah. So, you know, I'll say that the well done is to the American, to the majority of the American people, like that. Indeed. Uh, and to uh, President Biden and Vice President Harris, uh, beyond the fact that she is now the first female and, of course, the first woman of color and all the colors, the colors of Benetton, um, that she now, now, now little girls cannot wake up in the morning and say that only boys can be president and vice president because there she is. Okay. We will no longer not have had a female vice president. It's one more step, but we'll get there. Uh, I heard from someone that, you know, if, if they really wanted to be real jerks about it, um, they would, uh, they would go ahead and just uh, have the president like step down like two years in and go your turn, like tag out. You know? I, I think I think he should st- I think he should step down after the first year of his second second term. That would be good. There you go. Jesus, he shouldn't. Uh, guys, he's going to be eighty-two. <laughs> yeah, I think he's healthy. People suspect that this is kind of laying the foundation for her. Yeah, I love it. Hand off. I'm okay. Hand off. I'm good with it. I'm good with the tag okay in. I'm good with the tag in. Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams for vice president. Vice president. There, there it is. All I want to say is, uh, ladies, watch your step. There's broken glass everywhere. <laughs> yeah, there it is. All right. So, uh, make sure so, you wear your converse. That's right. I don't, I don't, I don't so, uh, so until next. Glass ceiling. Broken so glass. yes, broken glass from the glass ceiling. Um, <laughs> I never understood the glass ceiling. It's like you can look at it and see it, but you can't break through it. But you can break glass with any type of hammer, or even just drop something <laughs> the on it. Wonka elevator did it. But, right. but let's be honest. <laughs> Walk of it. <laughs> let's be honest. Women don't have a hammer. Oh. Uh, <laughs> use their fists. The the doctors. Ah. Oh. Well, there you go. That is yeah. a strike. No, that's yeah. a comrade that's strike. That's not. The amount of rings no. that I have on. So, I somebody's got to somebody's got to say it, or it's not a strike. That's right. Doctor Horrible's. Uh, the oh, hammer. Uh, Nathan Fillion. Yeah. yeah, love the, that show. Yeah, the horrible the blog, the, 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 the sing along blog. With the hammer. All right. So the the One Man Revolution podcast is here every Friday night, eight oh five. We try and we try and get it kicked off by then. Uh, we're going to keep doing the show. The, obviously, there's a lot for us to look at every week because, well, in these early hundred days, uh, there's going to be a lot going on every day. Uh, so politics are boring, but they're definitely better uh, for the for absolutely. For, and I have a half a bottle of tequila left. For all of us, that's better for tequila. all of us, not just for the select yeah. few. So. Uh, yeah. The One Man po- Revolution podcast can be found on Spotify. There you go. Apple Podcasts. There you go. Tune in radio. There you go. Uh, Facebook. Facebook.com slash OMR podcast uh, and uh, Google Play or I'm sorry, the Google podcast. There you go. Uh, yeah. It, Google podcast. Well, I <laughs> and and I have updated all of those links, not only in uh, the show notes, because they will be when you copy them, they're updated. Uh, but also on all of our pages that say about us. So I've updated all of those links so people can find them there. And the high quality audio is always found, uh, if you don't want to go to any of those things, on onemanrevolution.org. 
Uh, and you can look at every one of our posts with full show notes and links as it goes forward. So until next week, my friends, I am the revolutionary. I'm the comrade. I'm the Canadian. I'm the thespian. I am the pragmatist. And I am the stoic. And it's a new day. And Zoom is racist.